Uh, yeah, I should just put months. that in there to like, yeah. like instead of the song, the intros, like just, like, just belching and now. Well, the people have noise. waited three months, Ryan. Three months. Dude, it's actually uh, closer to four. Four months. September 30th was our last, or I should say our previous show. I'm not going to say last show because, no, you know. No, yeah, but they probably thought it was probably, our last show. Yeah, it's like, what? And I think it was the <laughs> aptly named uh, uh, prostitute in a hotel room, something like that. <laughs> I think that was the, the was show it? title. Yeah, you're as right. Well. It was. Pro- <laughs> yep. <laughs> was. Yeah. Well, John was found guilty. And <laughs> hotel room with a prostitute was our last, yeah. our last, our previous show title. I keep saying last, but our previous show title. And uh, yeah, I felt like there was not an investigation uh, of anything. Oh, before we really get rolling, John, roll your gain back down to uh, nine o'clock. Oh, yeah. There we go. Yeah, so that? that might be better. There we go. Well, I can't hear it now, but I'll hear it later. <laughs> When I record, when I mix it, <laughs> when I put it into a pot and I stir it and I mix it, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. No, but uh, yeah, so that that's was our, what it, that's what it should open with right that's there. It. When I put it in a pot and I stir it and I mix it, then I upload it and the people are listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get, I'm gonna I'm gonna auto tune that bad boy. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, well, I'm, gonna I'm not about to repeat performances. Well, so. yeah, hey, it's all re- it's on there, man. It's a recorded. I am not an on-demand feature. So as long as, as long as you send demand. me the full show, then we're good to go. What? I said I'm not an on-demand feature, despite this show being an on-demand product. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. You get it once from. You can hear it again later, yeah. but you have to rewind it. I'm not saying it again. Yeah, doesn't count. Yeah, dude. So it, yeah, it's been a long time, and I I will be honest uh, for the reasonableness that I I have been away from the Twitter page even, so I don't even know if people were talking to us. Yeah. Um, well, I, I yeah, I'm good assuming news is you were no. a little bit more in tune. No. <laughs> <laughs> good news. Good news. We really do love you guys. Yeah. But good news that uh, <laughs> we just went no. away for a while. <laughs> Yeah, we kind of, we we did take a an unannounced hiatus completely unannounced, yeah. and uh, there was, you know, we we rolled into from September to October. Um, there was some very large events that have uh, happened in my life that we didn't mention that we haven't talked about yet because it was still we were still figuring things out over here. Um, and then uh, after October rolled into November. I know October, November, what is it? Uh, September, October, November were extremely busy months for me personally at home and uh, at work. So those were my, I know I was just slam packed and exhausted. So a lot of those were, yeah. And then of course, like every other time we planned just so you guys know too, we planned um, four times uh between yeah, september four episodes <laughs> between september and now we did actually uh put it on the it was on the calendar yes. four times yes and and each time something happened every single time yes something happened and i think we're at even i think it was even strike at the end of it it was two two for me and two for you it was. And I think they alternated too. I think it was like I was out first and then we scheduled for you and then you were out and then we scheduled back for me or scheduled again. Then I said, oh, I can't, I'm out. And then the third and then the fourth time, I think you said you are out. And then we just said, you know what? We're just screw it. We're, we're you know, right now, let's just, 
we're letting dust settle and we'll pick it back up later. <laughs> we'll, we'll see if this works. Yeah. And uh, I think you texted me this week and was like, hey, man, let's just Friday night. Let's kill it. Yeah, we're going to do it on the 25th was on the, the 25th of January. Here we are. Uh, and yep. we're doing our best. <laughs> we are back. It, it feels it. so natural. Now, do you uh, do you feel OK sharing with our our fans? Oh, yeah. So the big news that that really kind of cut into it because i mean it really is selfish that this news took away from the reasonable fanboys yeah, out there and but it is what it is and it is actually very my selfish. fault it so is very selfish <laughs> it's my fault and uh no but lauren i tells you that all the time lauren definitely sure. reminds me <laughs> <laughs> definitely reminds me um but as some of you may know uh lauren and i are going to have a baby girl in april and uh, she is she is well into pregnancy at this point. <laughs> so. I'm gonna make my best firework sounds. Boom, tss, boom, tss, boom, there you go. I don't know. Thank you. Probably sound like garbage on this. No, it was, it was sound wonderful. It sound like it was like did they did they did they like shoot off fireworks? Those real fireworks. Their shoot budget fireworks? has gone up. <laughs> you guys are the production value. I swear, is just they're setting off fireworks in our studio. Skyrocketing <laughs> our studio. <laughs> studio. <laughs> Yeah, no, that yeah, dude, that is super exciting because it. Uh, you you let me know via a text message that I literally had no idea what you were talking about. Straight over this guy's head. Uh, don't never let John tell you that he is a huge Office fan. That's because I I blew it. Up. I am a huge Office fan, but man, I blew it on this one. So it was funny because you and I we had talked about uh, doing some gaming. Right. For, for those of us who know us personally, yeah. we talk about on this show, Ryan and I are, are, are avid, avid gamers. Avid. We are big time gamers. Um, <clears throat> we could probably message you privately um, if you wanted to game with us. I don't have a problem sharing my gamer tag. But anyway, that's neither here or there. Yeah. Uh, we, I think we'd had some plans to <clears throat> game on something. I think it may have been Battlefield 1 because we had kind of gone on a Destiny 2 strike for a while. Yeah, we no did. pun intended. <laughs> Um, Ayo. though there are still a lot of strikes to be running. Yeah. Here, see what I did there. So anyway, like I had texted, you, I was like, Hey man, let's, let's, uh, let's play some BF one tonight. And you're like, you answered back with a GIF from the episode of the office season five, season five, the finale, the finale. Yeah. <clears throat> when Jim and Pam discover that she is pregnant yeah. and Jim has a very like this elated, He's like, whoa, I can't believe it. And that's what you sent me. Right. And I'm like, what? I'm like, he's that excited to play Battlefield 1? Yep. I was that excited and to play Battlefield 1. He was. And I think I answered back with, okay, not so are we playing or not? <laughs> Something like <laughs> and that. And I sent it again. Yes. And, uh, and, and I, at some point I was like, all right, like he, he may be kind of still confused. Cause I, I will give him that one and I sent it again and you were like, yeah. and you said something about, okay. And you just kind of like, let it go for like an hour or two. And then like, I think you and hit me I back, called you, you hit me I back again and then yeah. I hit you with it one more time. And I think it was like yep. three times I had to send this, the send this, you say, Jeff, I say GIF. Um, is it GIF or GIF? I, I am sticking with GIF, man. 
GIF? Graphic. GIF is what I put on my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That's what I think, you know. Okay. And I just, it sounds weird to say GIF. I don't know why, but it feels weird be for me. Be back in a GIF. Yeah. But we don't say be back in a GIF. We don't say be back. Or no. unless you're sending a GIF that explains how fast unless you're Unless I'm sending back. a GIF that explains that I'll be back in a GIF. Right, exactly. That's when okay. you can, right. yeah, that's right. when it's a GIF. Let me write that down real quick. You do whatever okay. you want, man. <laughs> Live your life. I don't care. <laughs> I don't need your approval. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I sent him that, and we finally re- we finally got on the same page, and uh, that yeah, was a fun. I moment. called you, yeah. and when he answered the phone, I'm like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> 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 <What is that? laughs> I know we're a PG rated show. You guys got to you guys got to let that one slide. But yeah, yeah. I was like, "You son of a bitch!" I said, <laughs> "I said, is Lauren pregnant?" And you're like, "Yes." I'm like, "You suck." I'm like, "I'm sitting here in my living room, going, what in the heck is?" <laughs> What is, oh, I'm like, is he having a stroke? Me. I said, he's telling me something and I don't know what it is. Okay. Now I, now I know he's trying to say something. Blink twice. And if I you're don't in trouble, think we're, I don't think it has to do with battlefield. <laughs> I'm putting the pieces. To, blink twice. Yeah. If you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I told, dude, so, yeah, after I told you, so, uh, I can't remember when that was, but you and I, you don't I don't know if, <clears throat> if I told you this, I thought I did, but I'll tell our audience as well. Um, I found out that Lauren was pregnant as you and I were playing video games, but it wasn't the night that I sent you the, the gif and told you. Yeah, that's right. You did tell me that you, you and yeah. That, that so him and I were playing that. games. We we're on chat and, uh, Lauren comes, uh, knocking on the office door or I think it was open and she just kind of goes, you know, she, you know, Ryan. Ryan, having a baby. <laughs> so I muted, you know, I, I muted the mic and I kind of went and talked to her and she showed me the the test. And I think I told you, I was like, Hey man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta Joe, I gotta go for now. I'll be back in a few. Yes. What I was doing yeah. was no, driving you put to me on mute and then go away. And I just kept talking to you wondering that <laughs> though you have done that before. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, where you've muted me and I'm just engaging in a full on one sided conversation. And we've been pretty even on that though. <laughs> yeah. And then I go, hello. Oh, hello. Hello. Okay. Oh, I guess he's not there. <laughs> I guess I'm by myself. Okay. <laughs> um, most of the time, it's because I leave my own mic muted. I'm still there, and I'm still playing, and I'm talking back to you, but you, you can't hear me because my own mic's muted. That's <laughs> typically responding to me? <clears throat> that's typically what's going on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I paused, I told you, I was like, hey, man, I got to go. I'll be back in a few. I'll let you know when I get back on. Uh, I was actually driving to Walgreens to pick up another like pregnancy test. So that way, Lauren, we could take uh, another one. So you could take one to, well, to compare the yeah, results. Well, we wanted to see if, yeah. if we were really pregnant. Yeah. Because, you know, she doesn't get Thankfully, pregnant. Thankfully, you weren't. We get so pregnant. That's, that's the whole, yeah. you know, yeah. and I was checking and, and I don't know. It came out <laughs> negative for me. I And what what did Jim say when he said he took the pregnant? It was inconclusive. <laughs> it was inconclusive. <laughs> it's Dwight asked me, he goes, did you take a test? I did. Yeah, it's it was inconclusive. inconclusive. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so we're thrilled. We're really excited. Um, She's pretty far along now where you can actually see like movement happening and uh, she's, she's a mover and a shaker and, and uh, I think she's going to come out sprinting because she does not stop rolling around in there. According to according to Lauren, she's like, she's flipping all over the place. So. Well, dude, it's her own private little like, you know, hot tub. Yeah, I know, man. She's comfortable in there for sure. Yeah, (laughs) she's comfortable for sure. 
So yeah, yeah that's going to be happening in April. Um, we are super excited. Uh, we will be for doing her to be a here. live show. Yeah, uh, I'll be from live the streaming room. It. Yeah, yeah I'll, where <laughs> we will get Lauren's thoughts on uh, Captain Marvel. <laughs> she'll she'll appreciate. She'll, that. she'll that's the one place that she was like, you know what? We're never going to if we do a live show, video show. I want to be on it and also giving birth as I'm birthing as our child. as the child is coming out. The most comfortable, the most comfortable experience I imagine. <laughs> yeah, not awkward for anybody. No, we're all good. <laughs> I really wanted to. We we're looking for new ways to reconnect with our fans and YouTube reconnect with our audience. Will be up by then, is yeah. <laughs> and oh, that was that, that was, would be yeah. That was one of the ways we're shopping around. <laughs> yeah, the other dude that that was super exciting news. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, when we got that. So yeah, that was. Uh, uh, that that took up uh, some a lot of Ryan's time in the middle of all that. Not only was Ryan busy with work, I was busy with work. Yeah, uh, a couple weeks ago, I ended up with pneumonia that put me out for about five to six days. You wrenched your back, I think, during yeah. that time period as well, too. So yeah, we had a rough time. Reasonable as so we getting Ryan old I both sucks, felt, man. Yeah, we both felt really bad because. The sister show, uh, Saucy Riffs, just kept right on trucking, didn't yeah. miss a beat over there. And uh, Reasonable is like September 30th, and then it just kind of goes silent. Uh, so we even, yeah, we were us. even trying to do one. I think it was a couple months ago, and I had, I had popped on. It wasn't Twitter, it was another. Uh, another account that I have with another group. And then I was like, Hey man, we're going to be recording tonight. And then we have a few guys over there. that were like, great. We've been listening, you know, been waiting for a new show. And, and I felt so bad. It was like that. Yeah. Like total crickets. Like, uh, sorry. So, um, we are still here. All the, all the, all the peeps on, um, (laughs) over, 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 I can't remember what the, what the Tumblr was the Tumblr. Yeah. All the peeps on Tumblr. (laughs) Check my Tumblr blog. All my homies on Tumblr. All my homies on Tumblr. On, I think it's called Peanut. I think that's what it's called. Thanks for thanks for being fans. Uh, we sorry, did, and, and I'm really we sorry. We're still here. We we did not go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. We did not go anywhere. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, <clears throat> when you guys see uh, a new reasonable episode pop up on your catcher of choice, you're like, yes, yeah, man. Because we, I mean. T- we we've been excited about this all week we've been just kind of like on pins and needles just a, both of us i think we're just hoping that nothing was going to happen i think honestly what it was we we're just uh, yeah, trying not to jinx it just like all right like just, just everybody everybody chill everybody calm down we're going to do a show on don't friday talk to me don't look at don't, me everybody everybody hush to do a show everybody hush we got I'm brewing hot tea, so my throat sure. remains loose and relaxed don't talk to me don't i told my son no eye, direct <laughs> eye contact well, that's his. Yeah, he he's used to that. He though. already knows that. <laughs> <laughs> Just let that hang there. What? Oh man. Yeah, dude. So much has happened in the four months that we Jiminy have been Jones. away. It's like yeah. I, I was thinking today. I'm like, man. <clears throat> excuse me. Where do we start? Because there have been trailers. There have been movie releases. There have been comic book releases. My stack for like every five books I read, it seems like seven take their place. Right. So my stack over here just continues to like stay <clears throat> at the same height. Yeah. And there's been new TV shows. There's been cancellations of TV shows. There, dude, it's crazy. Let's let's let's. I'd like to start off in Netflix land. Do it. 
All right. So let's just jump in for these reasonable. Let's, let's jump yeah. In. So you guys, I mean, I know you're here for our sultry voices and overbearing personalities, but um, the, <laughs> so the <laughs> for our overbearing person. Yeah, exactly. You listen, <laughs> you listen to us to be bullied and shamed <laughs> for, for your uh, life's choices. But that's, that's, that's just only, that's only projection from me because it's, I'm constant shame. So, um, and I do all the bullying. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah, John's bully. Wins. I'm Ryan's yeah. shame. Let's just rename the show bully and shame. Ryan, by the way, that shirt does not flatter you. So. <laughs> Trust me. I knew that when I put it on today, that's why I wore it full of shame. <laughs> all right. Yeah, dude. So much happening in Netflix. Dude, dude. So Netflix, um, well, some new, more things came out about like that whole Netflix conversation. And when, of course, everybody was thinking, oh, great. So Disney's just throwing the cards and saying, cancel it, cancel it, cancel it, cancel it, cancel it. So that's what, yeah, uh, that's the first like trigger pull. Iron Fist gone. Yeah. Um, Luke Cage gone. Uh, Luke Cage gone. Uh, Daredevil gone. Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones. No, gone? Nope, not yet. Okay. And The Punisher. And The Punisher, not still- yet. Yeah. Well, and, and I, I think uh, what they I felt like they announced Daredevil gone like the first week after season three came out anyway. So we've got to make it a week for, you know, we'll see about this weekend if Punisher lives to the weekend. But who yeah, knows? Punisher uh, debuted uh, Tuesday, right? Yeah. Wednesday? Uh, the 18th. It was last Friday. Last Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Last Friday. So. All of that, all of that kind of news kind of hit the ground and it was just like, it felt like it was just one shot right after another over and over and over again with all of these shows. Um, and the first one that I think the first two that went was Iron Iron Fist and, and Luke Cage. And I was like, that's, I'm all right with that. And and I was kind of hoping, I was like, maybe they're going to spin, they're gonna like canceling the individual seasons of these shows and they're going to blend them and push them forward as heroes for hire. Maybe we're going to get some authentic, authentic, like, you know, heroes for hire stuff. Really, Which kind they of should have done from the get go. Well, hundred percent. Those, the, yeah, yeah, we talked, you know, ad nauseum about that kind of yeah. stuff. But, um, no, it was just killed. It was just put on the put on the chopping block and and made into chicken dumplings. The um, and then Daredevil. I think that was the shocker of the shockiest. We had season three, which has been teased for a year. That we've oh, been seeing yeah. teasers. We saw the remember the subway, um, the subway sign that was like the three. The Daredevil it was like the the signage was Daredevil three. We've been looking at that, and that's the only thing we've had for a year. And you know, we had Defenders. Um, we know at the end of Defenders, he was trapped at the, trapped in the basement, where he was trapped presumed in the building, dead. presumed dead, right? And that's all we knew about <laughs> Iron Fist was essentially not going to take the Daredevil uh, name, but he was going to become the new. Um, um, like watcher of, of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was gonna kind of take the take the helm and 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 step in where uh, Matt Murdock was leaving, which was noble. But so anyway, so we know these shows got canceled. We were really big fans of obviously John and I are really big fans of of uh, uh, Daredevil and Punisher. You know, we were lukewarm on on um, on on Jessica Jones and pretty much ice cold on Iron Fist and Luke Cage. The um, yes. yeah. season two of Jessica Jones was was disappointing. Yeah, I, I, I it was that's rough. It's rough. So when we saw the axe start to fall, we were just like, man, well, that kind of sucks for those shows. But we never really thought that they would hit all all of the se- And once they hit Daredevil, we knew it was, it was like, there's the tower. Like everything's gone. Yeah. Like Punisher is going to be gone. We know that Daredevil, if Daredevil's going, then everybody's going. And we're thinking, oh, OK, well, they're probably just like Disney's probably canceling all these shows 
to then make up on the other side of that to, you know, maybe they'll carry them back into Disney's like network that's coming. That's going to be sub $10. Like they're going to do their, yeah. they're going to do, do they Disney have a name for that streaming service yet. Uh, Disney go Disney now Disney go. I, I, it's probably, I, I want to say it's probably something like that, but I, I, yeah. I don't know for sure. So that was the giant speculation. Then the news hits that Kevin, uh, Kevin Feige was in these meetings and was surprised when he got the phone calls saying that, hey, these shows are starting to get canceled. Now, his elevation inside of like the Disney hierarchy is you know, pretty damn high. Like he's not, he's, he's in charge of the MCU. He's in charge of Marvel. Like that's his, that's his responsibility is the Marvel side of Disney. I, these shows fall under, right? They are a part of the MCU. Exactly. They are all MCU shows. They share the same universe with Iron Man, but he was completely sidelined. He had no idea. As it turns out, Netflix was the one lining these shows up and chopping these shows off. It was Netflix's decision. It wasn't Marvel's decision at all. It was Netflix putting them up and chopping them right back down. And we found out, we actually found out Netflix's, um, oh gosh, what is it? Their, their budget report, their expenditure report, whatever it is. But as it turns out, they're spending $100 million to keep Crazy. friends. And I, and, I, and I immediately, I was just like, that's the money. There you go. Right there. There it is. Yep. I see it. They picked out the shows that they assumed they were probably going to lose anyway because of the Disney thing, which to be fair, they might, they may have lost them, but they said, you well, know what? Well, then Disney did say that uh, Star Wars and MCU movies were what, uh, what was it? I think uh, Infinity War. In Solo, are the last two uh, Ant Man and the Wasp? I think Captain well, Marvel. Be on there? I think Ant Man and the Wasp. They said is going to be on there. Okay, then that and should be it. I think they said Captain Marvel would be on there. Really? I wow. thought they okay. had said, and I could be wrong, but I think they because said Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel won't make its way to Netflix probably for like a year. Uh, they may be they may be pushing that forward though because of their deal with Netflix. Those things show up pretty fast. Yeah, that is true because Solo, which was what that? Wow, dude, Solo was a was a June movie. Yeah, so six months, six months. Okay, all right. You know, right that, after that's about well, that's about normal for yeah. like premium cable. Yeah, right. It was like right after digital release and stuff like that, yeah. and the, all that stuff's getting pushed in, which is nice. But um, yeah, they said that the, it was actually Netflix's decision to axe all these TV shows, um, and it was their decision to actually to kill these kill these seasons off as a matter of fact the daredevil screenwriters and producers literally had season four written they had season four storyboarded and was in the writing process of actually getting into production on season four of daredevil when they got the news so if you're telling me that marvel expected this and marvel was planning this and marvel did it i think you're dead wrong and uh, yeah. Netflix decided to, I think, pull the trigger early and rip the Band-Aid off early with these television shows that may not get a lot of rewatch value. You know, I can't, I don't know, you know, here's what I do know. I know my Netflix habits. And uh, what I can tell you is I definitely don't just sit and repeat watch Daredevil season one and two. Um, I don't repeat watch Defenders. 
I just don't. I mean, I go back occasionally to Punisher season one and I kind of flick through that a little bit, but on repeat in the background while I'm doing stuff, it's not on. And I think that's what Netflix's business model is, to be honest with you. And I think, you know, as you're looking at Friends streaming, what is it? Friends, Office, and Parks and Rec were the top three shows that are being repeat, essentially just being just looped. Like those NBC are the. NBC loves those royalty checks that are coming in for those three oh, shows. Oh, 100%. So those are the three shows that are just being looped and looped and looped um, on, on the background noise of, of millions of customers. And to keep those royalties for friends alone was $100 million. And um, that's the check that they had to write. And I said, and I was like, well, you know, there you go. You got to cut a cost somewhere. It's not going to be Stranger Things. No, it's not. Yeah. Speaking of Stranger Things, David Harbour and the new Hellboy trailer that we have we haven't talked about. No, which we haven't was, talked about anything. I know, man. I know, dude. It's the, been such a long time. Can, you know, can I can I throw a couple thoughts on that Netflix? Thing yeah, too? I didn't mean to move on. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. It's um, been such a long time since we've done this. I just figure I just I know, right? You know, Ryan, this is not the Ryan O'Farrell show. I don't know, man. <laughs> I can mute your side pretty easily when you, I mix. Yeah, this you show. could. You're the one who does the final mix, so <laughs> it, it could end up just being you. That is for sure. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I'm, I am rather salty at, at Netflix right now and in all transparency, really, if it wasn't for stranger things, which is taking forever and a day to get to us, um, I probably Ryan, after I finished daredevil, uh, and, and punisher seasons three and two respectively, which I haven't started yet. Excuse me. Let me take a sip of my tea. Hold on. I got a, I got a, like a, a family of frogs that just showed up in my throat. <clears> throat> um, right now, my, a lot of my viewing has been uh, rewatching Game of Thrones uh, seasons one through seven as I get ready for the, this, the finale, the, the last season. So I really haven't been in Netflix for Punisher or Daredevil comic book fail for the guy who's in a comic book podcast. But honestly, if it wasn't for Stranger Things season three coming up, uh, finishing Punisher, finishing Daredevil, <clears throat> excuse me, I, there, I have kind of considered, do I keep paying for this service? <clears throat> yeah. Prices just went up too. <clears throat> yeah. Cause the price, man alive. Dude, you so and I, sorry, you guys. and I are in the same boat. I haven't. Be, I think Man, it's I honestly, I haven't apart. done this in so long. Like, <clears throat> I know, right? The the well, at least with you, Rex and I have done it. But but him and I drink bourbon on that show, so I'm kind of like you know. <laughs> I mean, if we need to get sloshed, I'm not drinking bourbon this, right then. now, but maybe I should have <laughs> right um, a little a little beam double barrel to get me through this. <laughs> so, um, where was I? Oh, so Netflix just you know announced this price increase. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking, you know, and we've addressed this on this show, <clears throat> man. Number one, there's just so much time yeah. in a day to watch content, just yeah. like in, in just like there's so much time in a day to read content when it comes to, you know, books. Dude, I would love to be able to read 50 different titles, right? Marvel, yeah. DC, Valiant. I, I would love it if I could just had all this endless time that I could do so. But I don't, so I have to be selective. What are the titles that I'm going to read? And if I'm going to pick up a separate issue, 
what what's my value time? Am, am I investing in something or you know what I'm saying? You, you really got to kind of think it out. The same can be said on the, you know all these different streaming services. You know you've got Netflix, which is you know just a runaway train of success. You've got uh, HBO Now. You've got uh, Hulu. You've got cord cutting service for me, like DirecTV Now for for sports and and live TV things like that. Professional wrestling. Yeah, uh, I subscribe to the WWE Network. Yeah. And am I going to subscribe to this Disney service? I, you know, I don't know yet. I don't know. And yeah. so now you got Netflix raising their price, but then now taking away content. Well, I, I'm assuming it's going to stay up there. I mean, are they are they pulling these shows down? From what I have, what we have, what I've read, yeah. Because if so, I best get to watching these the TV shows, the Marvel TV shows, and the Marvel movies, and the Star Wars movies. Anything Disney branded on Netflix, as soon as they flick the switch on Disney side. They're gone. Oh, well, okay. I, I better get to watching. Well, I mean, that doesn't cost Disney anything. No, I'm talking for me. Oh, I know. But it's just like, why would yeah. Disney continue to pay to have, you know? Yeah. So then I have to look at it. It's like, okay, well, if some of the content that I enjoy now, I'll, you know, dude, I don't watch Star Wars on Netflix. I, I don't watch MCU on Netflix because I own those. So yeah. I can very easily throw in the Blu-ray, throw it throw a disc into the Xbox or, you know, go to the, my movie section on my Apple TV and watch right. it there. Sorry. A 4k UHD, <clears throat> not a, not and just a Blu-ray stunning 4k Blu-ray UHD HDR 10 encoded 4k. Okay. Gorgeous. It's gorgeous. So yeah, man, it, 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 I think Netflix is in an interesting position because I, I dude, I didn't watch friends when it aired live and I don't watch it in reruns on Netflix. Did you want to get me angry? Get me wound up on Friends. I loathe that garbage. I loathe Friends. And dude, I know that there are some people right now, dude, I just, they had a big old bowl of Cheerios and I just went pee pee right in it. And I'm sorry, that show sucks. It's not funny. It's not cute. It's trash. It's always been trash. It's formulaic, sitcom, soap opera, garbage. And I hate it. And the fact that, yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, now I'm, now I'm going. Welcome back, reasonable fanboys. I've missed you. The fact that Netflix is going to pay $100 million for that trite and cancel Daredevil, cancel, I don't know, maybe Punisher. I don't know. You know, forget it. Forget it. I don't care. Yeah. Anyway, Friends stinks. Okay. Seinfeld is the greatest NBC comedy with The Office a close second, Parks and Rec a distant third in my world. And Friends doesn't even register because it's garbage. <laughs> Straight up garbage. So anyway. So anyway, from, from my perspective, dude, Netflix for me right now. Once I finish uh, Daredevil two and, and punish, or excuse me, uh, uh, Daredevil three and Punisher two, I may not be sticking around. Oh, and and Stranger Things. I'm sorry. Yeah. And there, dude, there's this talk too that this may be the last season of Stranger Things. I think it is. I think we can say with conviction that it's going to be the last season of Stranger Things. Yeah, which is fine. This is that's not a show that needs to go on for for ten years. It needs I mean, to it just, end wonderfully. That's what it needs yeah, to do. Yeah, we don't need to see these kids with full beards. You uh, know? We I want mean, to. I want to wrap this thing and have it in a pocket, and it just exists right there. And that's where this yeah. show is. 
Absolutely. After that, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to hang around yeah, because man. a lot of the other original content and movies. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're okay. Dude. I was not a fan of bird box. I, th- I thought that was silly. Oh, that was a bunch of silliness. That was silly. And we can reserve that for another show at another time. Maybe even do a, a live review of, of bird box where you and I watch it and comment as we Dude, go. That was tough. That was a, that was a bold garbage. I did not. Oof. It's silly. I did not it's like foolishness. it. It was just, it, yeah. it tried to be, and you and I talked about this, a quiet place. It tried to be a quiet place and failed on every turn, despite having Sandra Bullock, who's a, a fantastic cast. actress, John stellar Malkovich. Cast. Right? Just how do you, I mean, it's like they had Machine it Machine Gun prime. Kelly, Ryan. Machine, Machine Gun Kelly Gun was in the bird box. Kelly. How could it not be good? You know. A fantastic cast, um, and they all acted wonderfully. Honestly, like they were on screen, they were good. But that movie, in its plot, could not hold a candle to Razor its thin. to anything. It was just it was Razor thin. Yeah, so many issues. Yeah. So and and you know other than and there's other you know you know we're we're really picking on Bird Box here, but th- there's there's a lot of other you know original content on Netflix that is decent. You know, I mean, Kimmy Schmidt is a funny show, but I I don't. Bill, I'm not like yeah. beating a I'm not beating a path to get to it. Bill Burr's uh, animation yeah. show is one of my uh, favorites. Glow. I've enjoyed the first two seasons of Glow. Yeah. Very fun, but. I, I don't have to have it. You know what I'm saying? It's can not I, a show can where I like, pay $13 one month and just go, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to binge some of these Netflix shows. I'm going to make some time for it and get it all out of my system and then cancel it again. Yeah. You know, that's and the wonderful I, thing about like living in this, like, you know, post, you know, the subscription level lifestyle is that, uh, we're not looking. It's, I think, did you send me that article the other day about spending more money with, subscriptions yeah. versus yeah. you know it's like cutting like the cord subscribing to everything <laughs> well that's that's the kicker and i think that's <laughs> that article bothered me a lot because of that this 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 yahoo wrote this article after subscribing to all of the all of these subscription services and then went to like direct tv and was just like hey i need your package that has all this stuff and they were like well here it is and he goes well man i'm barely saving any money and it's like yeah you goober because you you subscribe to literally everything, and and and, and the, some of it's going to be redundant because some of the content yeah. that's on Netflix is also on Hulu. Yeah, so it's also on Hulu twice, which for, dropped their prices in the face of uh in the right? face of Netflix. Just yeah, saying, the ad based Hulu what went to five ninety nine, six dollars yeah, off of eight dollars. They dropped it two dollars. Uh, I think it was actually eight ninety nine. I think it was seven. I think it was nine dollars to six dollars. So maybe three. I think it was three buck drop. Uh, for the ad based, which is not a bad deal, if you can deal with like a thirty second break, and it's not f- seven minutes of ads like you got on television, <laughs> it's like a thirty second to a minute ad, and there you go. I'm not a Hulu, you know, uh, fanboy here or anything, but just if you're looking for a, yeah. a we're cheap not, we're option, not paid by Hulu, right? Yeah, if they want to, but yeah. I mean, we're not now they have a live TV that. option too, I think. But yeah, this guy yeah, subscribed uh, to everything. Live, right? Is that what it's called? Hulu Live yeah. or Hulu Now? I don't right. Know. So this guy subscribed to everything and just like I don't understand this cord cutting generation that figures out that we ain't gonna that we y'all the prices are up and they're and it's like yeah well Everybody if, if you have a cable box sitting in their living room why don't you I don't understand why I don't just do that I can get Sunday ticket um so yeah, for eight hundred dollars a month <laughs> trust me I've paid for that trust uh, me I yeah. have it's not cheap no it's not so but the whole point of that whole deal is like yeah if you were in college 
and you went off to college and you're like, dude, I just want some entertainment for one price of inter- like internet cost inside of wherever you're at plus $13 a month, you can have movies and TV shows at your disposal to, to fill some time. So your entertainment value is completely because you're paying for internet already. And if that's a built-in cost for you, then TV is simply $13 a month after that. Now that's the point of the cord cutting thing. The point now is choices. I can cancel anything at any time with zero penalty. And don't have to talk to a person to do it. Yeah. I just go, I log on and I say, you know what? Cancel. You don't get some loss retention ding dong. Which if I think I recanted my direct TV tale, at least in a little bit of uh, having it for four days, uh, being a direct TV customer for four days and just uh, to try to watch Astros, games. just to try to watch some Astros games. And that was, that did not happen. But regardless. So yeah, so that I think, you know, people are going to make some, Maybe some different decisions as it comes up with this new Disney thing, and you know, I know I'm cons- I know I'm looking at reconsidering some options and like maybe rebalancing what what is going what's streaming in the O'Farrell household. So yeah, it's it's it, it's an interesting time for Netflix to price hike. Yeah, when they're going to be losing uh, some pretty rich content. Yeah, some that's where uh, I viewed Solo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I watched yeah. I watched Solo for the first time there. So, what'd you think? I enjoyed it. It is fun. Yeah, I'll get into it a little bit later because I want to talk okay. about I want to talk about Venom as well. But yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the other thing have, I haven't yeah I haven't got a chance to watch that one yet. But yeah, yeah. so anyway, but um, yeah. th- th- that's just my thoughts on on Netflix and and so anyway, this this isn't uh, you know reasonable Netflix boys. So yeah, uh, trying yeah, to David uh, Harbor as Hellboy moving to that yeah. trailer. Uh, wow. You know, I, I got to tell you, man, you know, for, for our longtime listeners, you know, I think, it, you know, four or five episodes in, we did like our, our own personal top five great or top 10 greatest yeah. favorite superhero I think we did movies. top five and we kind Is of like, yeah. And then we like did our honorable mentions, honorable mentions. And <clears throat> you had uh Hellboy uh, in your top five. Yeah. And uh, not not the second one, right? Not Golden Army. Just not Golden Army. I still enjoy. I like to watch Golden Army. If I need like another, like I like that story. But yeah, I, yeah I, the first Hellboy is just to me is so good. Hellboy uh, fell more in an honorable mention for me. Yeah, uh, don't dislike it. Uh, you know, like I said, it's probably not one that I, that I would go. Oh yeah, that that's there. Sure, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, the new trailer, uh, came out, uh, was it last month, November, early December, early December, I think. And I got to say that, uh, when David Harbor was originally cast, we talked about it on this show. We were like, Hmm, that's interesting. You know, really was kind of like, okay, well. We'll see because we know, knew Ron he was Perlman, a big guy. Like he was a he, he is a big he, guy. He's a built dude. You know he wasn't jacked or ripped like as as his character in Stranger Things because that's not no, what the character he's, needed. He's more of a dad bod. Yeah, he's got dad bod, and he's just kind of he. But he's a bit. You could tell he's a tall dude. He's a big fella. Yeah. You don't want to tussle with the sheriff. He's he's a nah, big. Nah, I wouldn't pick a fight with him. Yeah. No, you don't want to tussle with him. But you know, Ron Perlman had really kind of you know made that role. Uh, 
what it is. I mean, he, he really went in and he was excellent uh, yeah. as Hellboy. And I got to say, man, uh, number the thing that I really appreciated about the trailer is they they could have done this classic. We're not. It's just a trailer. We're not going to do this full reveal of what Hellboy looks like. Fully, even though yeah. we'd seen still shots, right? We've seen this before where, you know, you don't you just get like these little snippets. Yeah. Man, they see. just went all. It's like, no, oh, there he is. Broad Boom. daylight yeah. shot of him walking out of that back of that van because he steps yeah. out of the van in broad daylight and he and one of the one of the cops shoot out the window. At him. Yeah. Uh, almost at first glance, dude, it, it almost looks like Ron Perlman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I, we, now this is a reboot. This this is not a continuation. This is this is a or or is it? Nope. It's a reboot. It's a reboot. Okay, so this has nothing to do with the previous Hellboy movies. No. So no Salma Blair. Nope. In this one. <laughs> um, I'm interested, man. I think it looks cool. And I think they're taking the right approach with it. I think it, it's going to be fun, man. And I think... Yeah, it doesn't look like it's going to try to be this yeah. real, like, uh, heavy... Because, I mean, you're dealing with some, you know, kind of heavy content. Yeah, he's of the, the bringer of the apocalypse. Is. Like he 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 is the key holder of the <laughs> essentially the he is he is the key to the gate of apocalypse. That's yes. his purpose as a being, as a not as a demonic being, that's his purpose. That is. And he doesn't want to do that. No, he he figures he, you know, he likes these and the, people. And the the last shot of that trailer too with him coming out and he's got the the fiery crown. Oh. Yeah, just very cool. that's at the beginning at the end of the first movie that's the big reveal at the end of the first movie when he gets when he gets the full horns and the fiery yes. crown and i tell you man nothing jacks me up <laughs> like like seeing a good shot like that hellboy sequence like yeah. the like that whole mythology the destructive power the it's not just the world that's in danger it's everything it's 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 supernatural it's you know it's awesome and i think that 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 i'm glad they included that shot in the trailer um because i that definitely like i was like dude yes <laughs> like that that one shot get like oh man gets me going dude i love it love that love it well yeah I, and it's uh it's going to be a nice uh departure I, i'm i'm just pulling up a picture of uh david harbour here and yeah, man. Yeah, I just want to get another. You can just get another peek, sneak, sneaky peek. Yeah, there's one here of uh, side by side with with Perlman. He definitely is more ripped uh, than Ron Perlman. And and from what they've said, dude, there's no body prosthetics being used on David Harbor. Oh, good for him. That, man. that is his physique. He's showing off there. Good for him, then. Maybe some makeup highlighting. You know, just to yeah. kind of accentuate the the pecs. If that's yeah. the case, and that 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 dude did some work to get that way, he's no spring chicken. So, you no, know, for old no. dudes to get I, in I'm shape sure like that, I'm sure there's good some Hollywood magic going oh, most on. Most definitely, <laughs> but yeah, you know, and, and I think this is going to be, uh, you know, the, the timing for the release of the movie is good as well too, because you know, 2019 is going to have a, and we're, we're going to touch on this here, is going to have a lot of comic book movie yeah. going on. Uh, obviously, you know, we're going to talk about the end game trailer here shortly. You've got captain Marvel, you've got Shazam, 
You've got Far From Home. So you've got a lot that, that's being served up. And clearly, number one, Mr. Cameron, there is no comic book fatigue. It doesn't exist. Yeah, that poor as guy. Aquaman has now become a billion dollar movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah, which we'll touch on as well too. But here you've got Hellboy who, <clears throat> you know, uh, has the benefit of at least having outside of the comic book world some name recognition based off of the two, you know, Ron Perlman movies. Yep. And I think they're timing this really well that it's not going to be sandwiched in between, you know, let's put it out between um Endgame and Far From Home. <laughs> okay. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Right. Don't don't want to sell so, tickets to it? Okay. Yeah. So you're wanting to go straight to to HBO. Okay. So uh, I, I'm excited for it. This, this is one I feel this is going to be deserved of a theatrical viewing. I did not see the first two Hellboy movies in the theater. Those were those were rentals. Those were yeah. DVD rentals when they came out. So uh, I have never seen Hellboy on on a big screen. Cool. And I'm looking forward to this one. I, I think it's going to be a really cool change of pace from you know your standard superhero fare which i am not tired of and i'm not wearing out on it though right. it's been nice to have a little bit of a break between infinity war ant-man and wasp to yeah. aquaman that was a nice yeah nice stretch there before you know ending the year on on aquaman so i i you know initially looking at it is this going to be a you know 500 million dollar blockbuster uh, I don't know. I don't know. What I do know is this, that if a movie like Venom, which we can transition to, which I have not seen, you have, so you're yeah. going to be much more uh, professionally ready for this. If a movie like Venom can do 786, and I like to look at the worldwide box office numbers, yeah. if Venom can do a 786 worldwide, and Hellboy should be able to do something close, I, I would hope. Well, I think David Harbour is going to carry with him. He carries with him quite a bit of clout right now. Um, so I think the people who may not have wanted to necessarily see, if like, man, you're going to go see Hellboy because you're excited about Hellboy, or maybe because, you know, you've heard of Hellboy and you really like David Harbour and you're kind of a fan of what he's doing. Um, and you checked out the trailer and you, that's kind of your, like, you know, you like the sci-fi scene, you like the comic book scene, like, yeah, it, it might get you there, I think a little bit faster. And I think that's a good move. You know, I, I think David Harbour's might carry some, David Harbour's name through Stranger Things might carry some clout with him. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, he'll get the Stranger Things, uh, rub, but yeah, there, there's no doubt yeah. uh, about that. Uh, so yeah, and, and trailer looks great excited for it um lo looking forward to you know potentially maybe a second one um but i don't yeah. necessarily know if it needs it i think this trailer kind of gives us what we need yeah i and my it. little uh i have a little yeah. crush on uh mia jovovich so i'm pretty excited to I see will her tell again. You, that that lady <laughs> has not aged and holy moly yeah she she Dude, literally she, looks like she stepped off of the set of like fifth element <laughs> like she really does she is stunningly beautiful yeah i'm super i'm so i'm super excited to see her as the villain didn't um, even know she was in it yeah until, until she trailer. showed up like, yeah until, yeah, and, and until boy, that they, trailer they give you just a brief like oh, oh. here's mia jovovich what awesome and but like, that scene Rrr. with that with that uh demon walking through the like the golden gate 
bridge. Yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's a London bridge. Is it the London bridge? I thought it was Golden Gate. Anyway, it, eh, walking through a bridge. bridge. It's a walking through a bridge. Somewhere. I'm telling you, those kind of sequences just I'm jazzed up for, man. I think I, I think we're gonna see some really cool stuff. I am, yeah. you know, Guillermo, I think uh, Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman said. I think they said they were both disappointed that they weren't able to ever make Hellboy three, but I I'm pretty yeah. sure they they were uh, gracious in their you know handing of the torch and saying good luck and. Yeah, because really, I mean, at this point, I mean, isn't Ron Perlman uh, like, dude, he's got to be like hitting close to like 65, 60, uh, 70. You're not. I don't there. think you're wrong. If only we had a worldwide database of information that we could readily <sighs> check. It's here somewhere, I'm sure. Hang on, I got it. Let's see. I mean, he's been around a while. He is 68. Yeah, so... Uh, <sighs> as much as I, I'd still, you know what, I'd still, Even I'd still watch it. <laughs> I'd still watch it. <laughs> yeah. But, but the thing is though, it's like, how much would, you know, cause like, like Robert Downey has commented, right? You know, yeah. it's like, dude, you know, cause I mean, dude, Robert Downey is like, you know, past 50 at this point. Yeah. You know, and he has said, he goes, you know, do people really want to see like, you know, old man Stark, like in a suit of armor? I do. I do. Yeah, I know you do, but you're not going to. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you won't see that. Yeah. So Hellboy looks like it's going to be really cool. Um, let's move on to uh, uh, another trailer. Let, let, dude, that end game trailer. Wow. Right. I can say probably my, my what, a minute 30. I think a that trailer is. Immediate chills right when the trailer opens. And misdirection aplenty. I mean, if you're trying to glean any sort of story from that and where things are going to go. I, I feel like there's some misdirection, oh, intentional yeah. misdirection, of oh, course. Yeah. Uh, but wow. I mean, that one just, that's one that just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, you know, that I'm sure the reason plus you guys have already watched it a, a million times. Like we have um, not really able to piece a lot together as to what's going on. How long has it been since the decimation is now what it's, it's called? Uh, between the end of infinity war and yeah. and end game. We don't know. We don't know how long that's been. It, it you know, uh, Steve Rogers is cleanly shaved. The beard is gone. <laughs> at least he at least went to a barber. We he know found, that he, he got a subscription to dollar shave club and cleaned <laughs> himself up. So yeah. Um, yeah. Very cool trailer. Uh, yeah. Looking forward to the, to the full blown. Here we go. Uh, and and I love the ending with with uh, uh, Ant Man there, you know, knocking on the door. Yeah, that little stinger. That was that was yeah. cool. With the with the van, by the way, he's got the quantum realm with him. He's brought it with him. So yeah. we know definitely the quantum realm is happening. And one, in, how did you know? Spoiler game. alert for Ant Man and Wasp here. But how in the world did he get out? He was trapped in the quantum realm the last time we saw this bugger. Yeah. So with, interesting. You know, with uh, yeah. with everybody else, you know, snapped away. So and can I say, are we even looking at the same timeline? I'm a, I'm with you on this one, man. I think yeah. uh, I think we well, are in for we something different. The same timeline. We are seeing now, and spoilers are plenty, but we are seeing now that Gwyneth Paltrow has posted um, a picture on her Instagram of her in armor. Um, assuming it's probably going to be rescue. Uh, so she may yeah. not go by the name rescue, but that's, I mean, we all had a tease of rescue in Iron Man three with her putting on a suit of armor. Yes. Um, and I think honestly, I, that was just, I loved that, that little nod to, to that moment of her actually putting on armor. Um, so 
we might see that. You know, we are we looking at timeline reset? We noticed there was a picture that was posted of Infinity War stills uh, or in-game stills uh, a while back before even the movie title came out of a newspaper that him and Pepper were reading. Um, yes. And yeah. it was a still, it was a picture for the new movie, but it was an Iron Man 1 reference. Yes. And so we're, is it a flashback? Is our, you know, is Tony the beard was darker. The yeah. hair was darker. So is, is Tony, is Tony flashing there. back? Is he thinking, uh, what, what times I had, what wonderful memories I've had with pepper and this while I'm in this ship and I'm just thinking about her or are we seeing maybe some, some a time, timeline, a timeline, different timeline. And in how many of these in these timelines or alternate universes? Yeah. Does decimation happen. Is it happen in one? Is it happen yeah. in all of them? Tell you, I just I would love to see the only thing I would love to see at the end of this movie is uh, is the Fantastic Four. I think the Fantastic Four should make a reveal at the end of this movie. Well, you know, it's it's been stated <laughs> that uh, this movie will show that uh, Thanos, 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 or Thanos, <laughs> Thanos. I think is what we Thanos. agreed on the last time we talked was Thanos. Thanos. <laughs> um, there's there's going to be a bigger bad than Thanos uh, yeah. in this one. Well, there's plenty of bigger bads than Thanos. You know, Thanos is, is, is a huge, huge bad, you know, um, you know, but there are, there are definitely bigger threats than Thanos, which, you know, is that's common. We've got comic. What I love about this is there are so many comic book things that they're going to be able to dive into and scoop out well, of. Since they and, now own all of it. It's, yeah, it's back under the fold. I know. So you're, so you're hoping for a fantastic four reveal. Oh, I'd love right? a little bit of like a, uh, just a, I don't need to see everybody. I don't want to see them. I want to see like, like see Chris Evans playing both Johnny storm and Steve Rogers. Cause that would be amazing. That's, that's what I'm hoping for. That's, that's the only thing I want to <laughs> say. Actually, what I really want to really see confuse the people. Yeah, like, what? what I really want to see is John Krasinski and Emily Blunt walk out as Mr. And Mrs. Fantastic. That's what yeah, I'd like that, to see. That's, that's a fanboy's dream right there. Oh my gosh. I, I, I'm going to once again awesome. plant a flag, and I I know that <clears throat> I'm 100% wrong on this one. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to plant a flag that Hugh Jackman will be seen in Endgame. Oof. I, I'm still... For your sake, I hope one, so too, man. I, I do. He I, has said yeah. the one thing that would bring him back to play Wolverine is to be on screen with Captain America. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm holding out hope for that. Probably not going to happen, but I'm, I'm, I'm holding out hope for that. Yeah. But well, more than likely fantastic Four. I think that I th- in think terms that'd of be cool like, because we're going to, we might actually the storyline. It makes more sense. We'd actually fantastic get Four. like a good Galactus. <clears throat> we would get a good silver surfer. We yes. would get, I mean, we've got, I mean, the depth of characters Galactus like, that isn't like a black cloud smoke monster, space. like the lost smoke, smoke monster. monster left the lost Island and, and decided mm. to eat earth. That yeah. was the stupidest worst. thing. Just the worst. But what I love about this year, 2019, um, is going to be the year of superhero costumes and Hellboy gets me super excited about that. Shazam gets me super excited about that. Oh yeah. Aquaman man. put on the golden green and Jason Momoa shined like the North star inside yeah, right? of that movie by Dude, where it, Momoa's it, the man. He's the man, but by putting on those costumes and they put, um, ocean master in his perfect, 
perfect representation of his of his helmet. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Black, Black Manta, Manta was looked, the looked amazing. ripped from the pages of these comic books, and we're gonna get that with Shazam. We've got we've already seen um, Zachary Levi in the brightest of bright red and gold, and uh, the way it should be. And uh, it's just I I am so excited because every time I think about what we're seeing now, we're seeing these wonderfully bright costumes, we're seeing these wonderfully bright colors on the screen and they are going through turmoil and we're still able to emotionally connect with these characters. And I flash back to 2000 and I think black about leather. the black leather that started it all. And I, you know what? It, it needed time, to be done for that time frame. Time it had to be done. Need, yeah. We needed this time frame, And I think that's why, that's why I love Hellboy, you know, to kind of wrap it around back to that. That's why I loved Hellboy is because they weren't afraid to splash color all over that screen. Um, and you know, especially with him, uh, with Abe, like you had, you had these blue and red colors and it was just like, that was so bright. And then in Hellboy two, you had even more splashes of color in that whole thing. And I think it was definitely a break from, it definitely a break from a lot of that, uh, a lot of those stigmas, you know, that was back in Oh four, 2004 is when yeah. Hellboy launched. Yeah. So, you know, before Iron Man, you know, <laughs> before the MCU, even maybe it was maybe a twinkle in someone's eye about, you know, relaunching all these iron remaking Iron Man. Well, probably the only other colorful, like superhero movie would be uh Spider-Man. Yeah. Would be the would be the original the, the trilogy. Toby Maguire. Yeah, Tobey Maguire, Spider Man. Yeah. Well, and I think too, what you see with with these incredible splashes of color is because the technology today, uh, both in the theater and now watching at home, whether it's in uh, HD yeah. or or four K, looks amazing. Yeah. It 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 just you know, dude that that the opening uh, fight scene of Guardians Volume Two. Holy mackerel. Oh, dude, I know. I, I watched that the other day, actually, too. It's, it's just, just, dude, it's eye melting. It's beautiful. The, the, the interdimensional beast when he, when he was screaming and there was just rainbow, like blasts yeah. of color. I mean, it was so awesome. Panther is another, you know, great one. Ragnarok. Uh, yeah. So Ragnarok looks uh, very much wonderful. looking forward to seeing Aquaman uh, in 4k. The, the, the color splashes and that were amazing. Yeah. So yeah, dude, I, I'm with you a hundred percent, man. I mean the, you know, you're going to have your characters that, uh, by nature, you know, we're, we're not going to see a, uh, you know, a rainbow colored Batman. Yes. And at one point, Batman did have a rainbow colored outfit. Look it up. He did. You're not going to see that, right? Batman is always going to be in his traditional blacks and grays. If it wasn't black, it was gray. And if it wasn't gray, it was dark blue. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, th- and that's fine. That's what you expect from that character. Sure. And but you know one of the one of the few highlights that can be found in Justice League was Superman's costume was brighter when you compare it to what yep. it looked like in Man of Steel. Man of Steel was a muted like blue. Of Justice, and, yeah. it was very dark blue, dark yeah. reds. Dude, it was more of a return. Now he wasn't wearing the red undies, but it was a more of a return. It was a brighter blue. It was a brighter red. It was you know it it. So you know DC is coming around to that, and and Marvel just continues to expand out with with the color. Right. And what we've seen just in that minute thirty of Endgame, we're going to see even more splashes of color. Captain Marvel was going to have you know particle effects and oh yeah, just watching that trailer stuff. was just full yeah. of full of bright color. She's wearing her original suit. She's got. I mean, her suit is that bright gold blue and red um 
you know, yeah, color there was scheme. a time where people were so afraid about how these would look. Yeah. Uh, and if you remember like Thor, dude, people were like scared to death. It's like, oh my gosh, it's going to look like the only coloring that was ever really terrible in Thor like clown time were the dyed blonde eyebrows of Chris Helmsworth. That is the yes. terrible coloring in yeah, that Thor. Went away quickly. Yeah, oh that man, you want re- go look up a photo right now of that of a still of that movie and tell me you're not cringing at those dyed eyebrows. Those are yeah. that is rough yeah. town. That, that, went, that that disappeared as fast as Jane Foster. So it, uh, <laughs> maybe yeah. even faster. Jane, who? What? <laughs> yeah. What? She was a part of all this. Yeah. Uh, moving from from uh, well, I, I think we got at least one more trailer we got to we got to discuss to just keep things going. Sure. Uh, we also got you know the big Far From Home trailer as yeah, well too. Yeah, yeah, Far From Home. And trailer. you know, it, and that looks fun. There's no question about that. You know, and I texted you. I said, dude, the trailer number one looks great. You know, everyone's back. Yeah. Probably doesn't look like Tony is going to be in this one, but you definitely have Happy. Um, yeah, he's got a little relationship of happy with May. Apparently, yeah. he gets some romantic screen time with Aunt May, and I'm Oof. like, excuse me. I'm good, sorry. Good man. for we you, talk Happy. About Mia Jovovich and Marissa Tomei. Man, <laughs> she she breaks my heart every time. And Joanna, man, she needles me all the time. She's like, oh. you know, she saw that trailer and she goes, "Oh, I oh, forgot." Here we go. Yeah, she's like, "Ugh, Marissa Tomei." I'm like, mm. you know, yeah. I'm, yes, ma'am. I got a crush on her. She. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I like Marissa Tomei. Dude. I like, I just, uh, I do. I like her. Oh, that's nice. Just let that hang. I like Marissa Tomei. Yeah, but uh, it looks like you know, you know, the, uh, it, the the cast is back, which is great. Yeah, and I texted you that and I said, dude, the trailer looks awesome. Uh, you know, Jake Gyllenhaal. You talk about Mysterio. Wow. Dude, he's going to be wearing the wow. fishbowl on his head, oh, too, by the way. Ripped right out of the comic books again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Out, I mean, just right off the page, man. The fishbowl helmet. Very excited for so, that. I'm, and that's a cool posted... Spider-Man villain, too. Oh, Reasonable list, if you haven't great. spent any time in Spider-Man and stuff with Mysterio, if you just kind of look at him, you're like, what? Who is this dork? Mysterio is a very, very cool villain. Sometimes hero. Sometimes anti-hero. And if you really want a cool Mysterio, uh, read Old Man Logan. Yeah. And what he does to Wolverine. Wow. Yeah. Woo. He is a son of a bee like you wouldn't believe (laughs) in that storyline. So, yeah, that is that is very cool. And I was I was banking on Craven the Hunter, to be honest with you. I hope that would have been a lot of fun. I was I was really hoping before we heard about Jake Gyllenhaal and joining the cast. I was I mean, I was that's where my hope was. was Craven really cool, man. Craven Um, is a very great character. Yeah. But I tell you, I said, you know, this trailer looks great. I said, but couldn't they have at least waited? Until after Endgame, because Bro. now there's because the first thing, you know, and reasonable is you guys have been listening to this show. My son loves, 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 loves Spider-Man. The episode that he that him and I did together several, several months back. Oh, it was wonderful. Spider-Man is his jam. Yeah. And he loves Spider-Man. He loves Teen Titans and he loves Cyborg. Those are like his top three. The, awesome. That's what he digs. Yeah. And huge dude, he is a huge Cyborg fan. And so. You know, we watched the Far From Home trailer and he's yeah. geeked about it. But then he goes, well, kind of, well, how does he come back with Endgame? I'm like, mm, you know, we all know he's coming back. Right. But my question is this, very similar to what I think some very purposeful um, misdirection in right. the Endgame trailer, which the Russo brothers are famous for. 
And it should be. A trailer should not, for a movie like that, should not be linear. It should really leave us like, how do these scenes fit together? Are we even watching this in a chronological right. order? Yeah. Is what we're seeing in Far From Home, where is, is that, are we even seeing the same Tom Holland or, or same, excuse me, same Spider-Man that we saw in Infinity War? We know yeah. it's MCU, but. The interesting concept. How much does he remember? How much yeah. does he know? What? Right. You know, there was so, nothing in the trailer that was nice about that is that there was nothing in the trailer that revealed his relationship with Infinity War um, at all. And so they really no, kept not even separate. a mention of a stone, not a mention but of Thanos, nothing. Sony, you greedy sons of dogs. Here we go, because this can also bridge us to Venom. Sony, you greedy sons of dogs. So it was actually revealed. um uh, very quickly after that trailer came out that everybody kind of dog-eared at and was just like, well, this is a wonderful trailer and we really thank you for it and, you know, we'll gobble it up and we'll 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 feed on this for you know that that this will tide us over until the next infinity war trailer comes out. Um we, you know we thank the we thank the Marvel gods for this. But um it was Sony's decision. Because the Sony relationship that is still with Marvel, and as most of everybody knows here, there is a uh, Sony relationship with Marvel that uh, Sony is still able to dictate that character and and how it's uh, and in its in its solo movies, um, they still have a lot of control over the marketing. They still have a lot of control over what happens. And yes. Reasonableist, it was Sony's decision, not Marvel's decision, to break that trailer as soon as it went out. So Sony, so the Sony had it's, the. It, it's a Sony picture. It's not yep. a Disney picture. No, it's a Sony, Sony had their hand picture, on the button. Yeah, they they had their finger on the button, right? And uh, they were allowed to, and they exercised their right to do that. And you know that is their prerogative, and that is how Sony does things: is they um, they shoot first, load the gun. <laughs> unload the gun and then aim is how is how Sony does it. Um, boy, I'm getting I'm working. Oh, I'm, working I'm getting up, I'm man. getting worked up, John. They do it from their TV shows to their movies and <gasps> their consoles as well. Too. <laughs> we just I just pissed off about I don't know <sighs> whatever PS4 gamers. You've gone too far. But yeah, man, like I. Do not understand this decision um, at all, and I think it it definitely it is not uh, in with any consideration to the you know source material. There is no consideration to how this fits into the universe. Um, it is literally just a boardroom decision with a bunch of suits who have no clue, John, how to do anything with comic books or comic book movies, or respect these characters in any way, but it was just a boardroom decision, just go, yeah, play the trailer, who cares? Well, and just in, in the, for the art of storytelling. They don't care. Yeah, It is clear to me that they do not care, and it has been clear to me for a long time that they don't care. I, I, th- I, I could not agree with you any more than, than what you already said. I, I, I firmly believe there's got to be uh, a just a green-eyed monster sitting within the souls of Sony ex- Sony movie executives. Yeah. Over the way Spider-Man was received and celebrated and treated yeah under the banner of the MCU. 
From that very first reveal of the Civil War trailer, when Spider-Man swung in, Yep. I remember watching that trailer for the first time and going, and nobody even knew that was going to be in there, if you remember. and Because uh, I think there had already been two other trailers for Civil War. Yes. And the, the very last one... Showed him know, swinging in. Under ruse, and Spider-Man jumps into frame, and I remember sitting there going, literally, I said, oh my God, what? Yep. They did it. They did it. Yeah. And from that and in, you know, we have gone on like forever and a day. The casting of Tom Holland is beautiful. Oh yeah. He's supposed to be a teenager this time around, you know, no disrespect to Tobey Maguire, no disrespect to Andrew Garfield. If I had to pick between those two, I would probably go Andrew Garfield. I, I liked his. Thank you. I absolutely I, loved I liked, Andrew Garfield. As, I enjoyed as Peter the Parker's Amazing Spider Man. I liked that movie. Yeah, I, 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 I loved own, it. I don't. Yeah. I don't own Amazing Spider Man two. I did not like that because I'd already seen Batman and Robin. I, I didn't need to see it. <laughs> yeah. with Spider Man in that in that role. If you don't know what I'm talking about, reasonable is watch Batman and Robin, and then immediately watch Amazing Spider Man two, and tell me those aren't the same movies. Um, I I really enjoyed the Amazing Spider Man. I love Andrew Garfield in that role. I think they tried to universe build way too fast, way wrong. And it just, it went sideways. And what Andrew Garfield was able to do was play a really great Spider-Man. But I didn't always believe him as Peter Parker. Yeah. Tobey Maguire, even my son goes, he's too old. To be Peter Parker. And I, in, in Spider-Man 2 was on, was in my top five reasonable as if you remember. Yeah. I love Spider-Man 2. Great movie. Has probably a lot more to do with, with Doc Ock in that performance than it does with yeah. Spider-Man. Who's that? Alfred Molina? Alfred Molina. Oh, dude, his Doc Ock is so good. Oh, yeah. But with Tom Holland, they, they finally got the casting right. He's a high schooler. He's awkward. He's goofy. He is a nerd. He is stupid, wicked, smart. He's a Probably fast talker, sm- and he talks fast too much. Talker, little bit of a hustler. Yeah, and a little bit nervous. Aims to please. Does his lot. And and I again, we have said this before. We didn't need to see Ben Parker killed again. We have been there. Yeah, done that. We already know we're good. He's lacking a father figure, and he finds that in Tony. And, and maybe in a little bit with Happy, because he really wants to please Happy oh, as yeah. well, too. And he's, he's so protective of Aunt May that he, he won't tell her that he's, that he's Spider-Man. Right. And we see the dynamic with, with her, that she's really trying to do her best to raise this kid. That she doesn't really know what she's supposed to do because he's a teenager now. Yeah. It is the most real portrayal of that role. Yeah. And, she's, and a, yeah. she's not his mother. She's his aunt. The, the kid's going into his teenage years and she's like, I've got a teenage boy and uh, what? Yeah. How am I supposed to relate to this? In the comic books, they, they real they did cast her as an, uh, they did portray her as an older woman, yes, you know, they in did. grandmother age, time. Yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and the so original Spider-Man, younger aunt may this time around the original Spider-Man trilogy 
with Tobey Maguire really still encapsulated. I think yeah, that was the was only thing about the origin story. Sally that Field, they got right? right? Was was Aunt May and the yeah, Gar- Aunt, Andrew Garfield. So they movies, yeah, right? they yeah. they stepped down into the age bracket a little bit and was just like, all right, she doesn't have to be grandma. <laughs> grandma you know, May. Oh, yeah. it just doesn't look like this. Old, just look like an old. Like how old was this man? How old like was this Sally boy's Field, mother? I know Sally Field <laughs> is older, but she wasn't just this old woman like that played Aunt May. And yeah. I feel like we are at an age appropriate, you know, 40s Aunt May that makes sense of like her sister would be the same age. Yeah. You like know, a little bit out of touch with like. She doesn't have any kids. She, the modern world, you know, but but trying. She still yeah. wants to kind of be like hip and cool, but like a little bit goofy at the same time. You know, she knows she's not his mother, but at the same time, yeah. she's got the response. You know, we and we we talked about that at nausea in our Spider-Man oh, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, my, my point is this, that um, I think that there is, the way that the, the casting, the portrayal of this character now in, what, four movies? Civil War, Homecoming, yeah. Infinity War, Endgame, Far From Home, and then we've only got one more after that, and then it starts to, a lot of question marks of like, <laughs> where does Spider-Man go from right. there yeah. with the MCU? I think that there is a, <clears throat> excuse me that there's a little bit of a green eyed, like they have been able to do Marvel's been able to do with Spider-Man <coughs> really only one full movie. Yeah. Cause Spider-Man's not in every scene in infinity war. He's not in every scene in civil war. In fact, well, they just he's like for what, the right 10 the minutes of screen you know? time in civil right. war. And that's about it. Yeah. He, I mean, yeah, barely. Yeah. It's a cameo. Yeah. But incredibly successful and it was so well received. And I think there's that, how are they? I think there's just things like, how are they able to do it? Well, we're going to steal back a little bit of this endgame thunder by throwing the far from home trailer out. Yeah. And yeah, man, I agree with you. It's like it, it, that trailer would have to come out eventually. But couldn't we have waited until maybe the release day? Of Endgame, or you could have put you the if weekend you put, after. If you literally know. put that trailer inside of Endgame, oh yeah, like talk about a perfect move. I think, but yeah. you know, whatever. I just I'm so upset at the Sony movie experience right now that it was not surprising at all. I just looked and saw some more Sony movie news, um, you know, because of what the success that they. You know, to quote them, the success, the success that they had in Venom, which I don't believe was deserved, um, that they're now doing a Morbius uh, movie with Jared which Leto. Which they have the rights to because it falls under the Spider-Man. So my problem, if are we okay with moving forward with this? Yeah, no, please, dude. Yeah, okay. I so, mean, like I said, dude, we have been away for so long. The the reasonable us have, have probably watched the Far From Home trailer, you know, enough. But yeah, it's acting, been a few. It's been a week or two. So they they here. What scares me the most, John, is Sony's doing exactly what I thought was going to happen, and we talked about this when we found out that that Marvel made a deal with Sony for Spider Man, and they said, man, they're going to fix Spider Man. They are going to hand Spider-Man and its universe back on this beautiful, beautifully laid out silver platter, and it's going to have all the dressings and the fixins and everything that Marvel, so tasty. So tasty. that Marvel Disney Marvel fixed 
for you doofuses. They're going to hand it back, and Sony's going to go, oh, great, and they're just going to just slap it off the tray and eat and just go to, and just start just like this, the what the Lord of the Rings sequence when that guy's just the king is just eating all that food in that yeah. disaster scene when he's when he's realizing his son got killed. So that that's what it's going to look like. It's going to look exactly like that when Sony gets all this stuff back. And I and I told you, man, I said we talked about it. And I didn't just tell you, but I said I said that's what's going to happen. They're going to hand. Sony, they're going to hand Sony back this character on a silver platter, and Sony is going to do their best to build the universe to bring Tom Holland or just Spider-Man back in. It may not be Tom Holland. I don't know. They're just going to bring Spider-Man back into the Sony Sony planet, and they're going to they're going to plant a flag and say, "Finally, we can exercise our Sony Spider-Man rights, and we are going to build this universe, and we're going to do a fantastic job with it." And we're going to build the universe now so that way Spider-Man has somewhere to come back to and we can continue this trend. And just reading right now that um, the July 30th, 2020, we will be seeing Morbius the Living Vampire with none other than the Joker cast of Jared Leto as Morbius. Brother. And um, Why 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 do these guys keep doing this? Money, you know money, what I'm money, saying? Money, I mean, just flip flopping between these, yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're looking at you, Josh Brolin. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, Thanos, Cable. I mean, yeah, I know. Anyway, keep going. I'm sorry. so. I'm not, I'm not gonna get on that. Uh, yeah, hey, man. It's now that's more of a that you talk about a you talk about a plot hole and a and a uh, and a well, workaround that they have to do well, with that. Yeah, now. I'm still with those rumors of Jake Gyllenhaal potentially being you know the Batman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's still lingering. Yeah, I, I don't see I don't see yeah. why we can't still use Ben Affleck. But again, a topic <sighs> for another day. Right. Yeah. Oof. Um. So apparently Jared Leto signed on to do this. Uh. You know to do this to do this Morbius movie. So I rented Venom not too long ago, and I said, you know what, I I want to see this movie because I watched Solo on Netflix. And I'm not going to get into a movie review on Solo. We've talked about Solo. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it is fun. It's a. It's you a fun saw movie. it in the that, theaters. Yep, that was. My, I I bought it day one when and it bought came it out day too. one when it came out. I did. Absolutely. And 4K. I I knew I had my thoughts on it. I'm just kind of like, I was completely lukewarm on the whole thing, and I was just like, eh, I'll see it on Netflix. And I figured as soon as it dropped on Netflix, I would watch it. And boy, was I wrong. That's the Netflix. It's been sitting in there for. I feel like months at this point. Yeah, it's been there a while. And so I was like, ah, click it on, and I and I and I had it on the television, and I and I watched it, you know, streaming, you know, on on through 4K, and and watched it, and I tell you, I was thoroughly impressed. I guess because my bar was set so low, John, uh, you know, and I'm not <laughs> saying that it was a terrible movie if my bar was set high. I'm just saying sure. that I had no emotional investment into this movie whatsoever. But I had a hell of a good time. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed the story. I really enjoyed the telling of it. I loved seeing all these characters. I loved the nod at Han shoots first and the scoundrel that starts to build in him that he's not a scoundrel yet. But that moment, that turn when he shoots uh, you know, Woody Harrelson's character, um, 
I can't even remember names because I'm, that's how much investment I still have in it. Um, that he, you know, that was kind of like a little like heel turn a little bit to say, okay, like Hans, you know, Hans looking out for number one and we're seeing that. And I see that mm-hmm. character line. I love that, uh, that the poses were done so beautifully well that he had the, he had the shooting pose down pat. Um, you could tell that he invested in watching, uh, Han, uh, he invested in watching Harrison Ford's character, um, quite a bit to get mannerisms down. I love seeing the, um, the ship getting its personality. I loved uh, Lando. Yeah. Now we know um, why the Millennium Falcon has an interesting dialect. Interesting dialect and, and, and personality, yep. right? It just seems to have be a, the Millennium well, Falcon. Well, the ship became a character at that point. Yeah, it was a, yeah. And so, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I loved seeing the Kessel Run. I liked seeing the destruction of, I love seeing the new shiny Millennium Falcon get completely destroyed uh, <laughs> and looking like how it looked like the trash heap of the way it looks now. Um, you know, I, I, I really enjoyed walking through that story. Uh, and on the same, in the same hand that I love all these, I love all these moments. I'm still in agreement with what we talked about, uh, completely unnecessary and, uh, doesn't add a thing to this universe that wasn't, uh, that I feel that wasn't already there. It, and, it, it, comparing it to rogue one, which is what you have to do because it's a star Wars story. Rogue one really expanded upon. Oh, it blows what up. we knew. Yeah. And filled in a lot of gaps. Solo really I didn't feel like there was doesn't. anything that it was just like, oh okay, this is a really fun and cool movie. And for a really fun and cool movie, that's why I liked it. Um but in terms of like its purpose and how it fits and all this other stuff, like you know, I just I'm not going to be able to think about it in those terms because I don't believe it does and you know and and good for whatever, you know, like it just it wasn't a movie that uh, needed to be made. I'll still stand firm on my stance there, and I know John, you agree with me on that. That mm-hmm. it just okay. It was a it was a definitely a shot in the dark on a cash grab. Now, I say all that to bring it back to Venom. Um, after watching the entirety of Venom, it is almost unbelievable to me that Solo did not make as much money or more mm-hmm. than Venom. Yeah, I've said that on the show, that it, it's <clears throat> it's alarming as a Star Wars fan that a movie like Venom made more money. And it's not, and that's what, what I think is just more important to say, to be clear, is that Solo was hands down a far better movie than Venom. Now I, I should add I did say this earlier I have not seen Venom yet so yeah. I this this is going to be Ryan's take on Venom sure. I have not seen it yet I'll take all the heat send me the send me your hate email email um, Venom was a mess Venom was a action movie popcorn action movie that if you said man I've got some time to kill and I want to watch an action I just want to watch some stuff blow up and not really care about any of the characters and not really care about an emotional investment. I really care about a plot. 
um, and totally be okay with like plot devices kind of being thrown in at, you know, just at, at random and, uh, you know, character turning moments just being delivered with a single line that's almost unspeakable. Um, yeah, I can totally, I'll just, I'll just have it on in the background. It is, it is the movie that's on when you are in the laundry room doing dishes or laundry room doing laundry, <laughs> not dishes. I don't know why you do. If you're doing dishes in the laundry room, you need to stop because that's not the yeah. right place. To yeah. Do that's dishes. not a dishwasher in there. Unless your dishwasher is, is in there. Yeah. Which that's odd, but I'm just saying if that's where you're doing dishes, that's why they're breaking. You're putting them in the spin cycle. And so and they that don't need loud. <laughs> Gotta replace this dryer every two months. Piece of crap. So um there was moments in that and it's been out long enough where I'm I'm totally I'm you know, I'm assuming you're okay with me just spoiling some oh, yeah. of this stuff. No, no, I'm not uh, if you're invested in it. Um I'm really not worried about spoilers. Yeah, there was a line and uh yeah, so I'm totally gonna be spoiling Venom if you haven't seen it or it's been out care. long enough. It's been out long enough. Yeah, I know, but still. Um there was a, there was one line in this in the movie. There's multiple lines in the movie that I dog-eared to, but there's one line in particular where Venom makes the turn. So in this movie, we meet a bunch of the other symbiotes uh, that have come down with Venom, and Venom is one of the ones that actually escapes first. Uh, no, uh, Venom is not the one that escapes first. It is a riot who escapes first riot is more or less the leader uh, of this mission that, that the symbiotes were actually going on. So while earth and these uh, astronauts had their own, had their own um, mission directive to bring back samples, uh, the planet that they landed on was full of these symbiotes and the symbiotes actually had their own agenda as well is that when they saw the astronauts crash land, they said, we need to get back onto their ship and we need to investigate the planet and see if it works for us. And then we'll come back and bring back uh, millions of, you know, millions of our people to go and then, you know, essentially eat and feed on this planet because they're, you know, it's an exhaust, they've exhausted their resources, right? So they need to, expand and feed on the earth as a as a food source and a resource so right when we start to get and, to and the kind of looks like venom a little bit is right <laughs> in the movie what's that oh right oh yeah they're essentially the same yeah. uh, they are the same they look the same they act the same they talk the same um one's lighter gray I think is really kind of the one's you gray, can yeah I'm looking at the pictures one, one's gray and one's black. one's gray one's black and Riot, and here's the confusing part about this is that uh, Venom talks about Riot as as if Riot has these abilities that are just far and beyond what Venom is able to do, and Venom is 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 a uh, is how he tells Tom Hardy's character or Eddie Brock, he tells Eddie Brock that that I that Venom he's saying as Venom he goes he goes I I like you am a bit of a loser on my planet. And literally, ladies and gentlemen, that is the line that is delivered to show the turn of why Venom wants to stay on Earth and save Earth was because he is a loser on his planet and he's not a loser here on Earth. 
And so he'd rather save Earth from be having to become, instead of um, having all of his you know, uh, people or, or symbiotes down on Earth and become a loser again. I am not exaggerating. Perfect, I am not making this up. Line. It's perfect. That is the turn for Venom to save Earth is because he doesn't want to be a loser like Eddie Brock is. Because he's identified Eddie Brock while Eddie Brock is a perfect host for him. Uh, because this, because Venom needs Eddie Brock as much, you know, uh, to live, and so uh, because he's got to attach himself to a to a compatible host. Yeah. Uh, so he needs Eddie Brock to live, but he knows Eddie Brock is a loser. Um, and so that's that's it. That is why Venom wants to save Earth because he doesn't want to be a loser. And so apparently, you know, the final fight between these two symbiotes happens. Um, and there's some really kind of little neat moments. You know, I'm not going to say it's all bad. It's it's a it venom. looks like spawn level CGI, man. It's rough. It is rough town. Too it much. It is. It is absolutely Too rough. Much. It's it's obviously 100 CGI, but um, there is uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, John. Did you see the movie Upgrade by any chance? No. I okay, that was that was actually as for as far as like that kind of movie would go. It's an action movie. The guy gets paralyzed. He gets a biochip stuck in his neck, mm-hmm. and it actually allows an AI. But the guy that kind of looks like Tom Hardy. But he kind of looks like Tom Hardy. <laughs> yeah, he was um, uh, he was in Prometheus. Yeah. By the way, uh, there's uh, a scene where a few scenes where he has to he has to give control over to the AI to control his body to then fight this uh, this intruder this home intruder. And you see the surprised look on his face as he's throwing punches and throwing kicks and dodging punches and dodging kicks. And and he's like very surprised as to all these things that are happening that he's doing. It's kind of a unique sequence. Well, Venom, uh, apparently the director and uh, producers of Venom really loved that whole feel uh, because that's most of the movie is Tom Hardy being very surprised of what's happening around him all the time throughout his own body. That is essentially act one and act two of Venom is Tom Hardy going, whoa, what? Whoa, whoa, what? (laughs) Being jerked around, being jerked around by this uh, invisible (laughs) force that lives within him. Um, I'm sold. I'm sold. I'm renting it right now. (laughs) And so. I'm buying it. (laughs) The second, the second act, of course, is he loses Venom. Uh, Venom is not inside of his body. And Michelle Williams shows up uh, out of nowhere because Venom finds her. And just takes over her and then goes back and finds Eddie Brock. Uh, Oscar award winning Michelle Williams. That's very true. Yeah. Slumming it through Venom. (laughs) Yeah. So there it was disjointed. It was uh, the plot holes are abound. Uh, Unspeakable dialogue. uh, Some of the worst CGI since Spawn. Um, And uh, unbelievable that. Uh, you know, good for Tom Hardy. And honestly, and here's the other the other side of all this. Tom Hardy is fantastic. Dude, Tom Hardy is excellent. And Tom Hardy was great in Venom. I have no doubts about that, man. Like you Tom Hardy Dunkirk was great. Yet, have you? No, I haven't seen. Dun- I, I'm. I don't think I'm ever emotionally going to be ready to see Dunkirk. No, but dude, you have to watch Dunkirk. <laughs> I'm a crier, John. I can't watch it. Uh, yeah, you're gonna cry in that one. But <laughs> you have to watch Dunkirk for Tom Hardy's performance. Oh yeah, it is so good. So watching watching well, him the whole movie. Yeah, everybody in that movie is yeah. excellent. Everybody, Cillian Murphy, Tom Hardy. I, I mean, yeah. everyone is so good. Uh. But yeah, dude, I, never would I question Tom Hardy's ability right. 
uh, to act. I, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, his Mad Max, and I, I'm looking oh, forward yeah. to how that continues out. Yeah, Mad Max. Allegedly, was, there's another one coming. I'm, I'd be super thrilled for that. But yeah, so Tom Hardy played a wonderful, I think he played a good Eddie Brock. Um, he was, he was built for it. Like he's, you know, he's not a, a bulging, you know, beast, bulging beast of a beastly man or anything, but he, you know, he's, he's, he's okay. Like he, he he hits the gym beastly man. (laughs) Christmas vacation reference. Love it. Uh, but yeah, but he, he does a really good job as Eddie Brock. He, you know, he, uh, very much just well done on Tom Hardy's part. Uh, but Sony clearly, clearly still has no regard and no care uh, for the origin stories of these characters. They don't care for um, how these characters get portrayed. They continuously misstep over and over and over again. Um, as we saw in honestly, you know, I know Spider-Man two is in your top five, none of those Spider-Man movies will ever be in my top five uh, for the mere fact that they, they messed up the origin story of Spider-Man in such a way that it, it ruins the character for me. And Spider-Man two is built on the, or, uh, the origin story being screwed up and, you know, losing his powers, losing his web slinging ability. And they built the web slinger into his body, which never should have been done. Spider in the Amazing Spider-Man Two, you referenced Batman and Robin. You know those movies are almost exactly the same. The a continual misstep inside of Venom, inside of Venom, and now what we're going to be seeing in 2020 apparently with Morbius is going to probably just be another. Uh, now are they cow are they going to try to tie Morbius into Venom? Yes, that is going okay. to exist in the in this Sony universe. So yeah, uh, two things that I can glean from that. Absolutely. When Spider-Man is done essentially being leased by Disney, they're going to bring him into that, that universe. There's no doubt. So I guess basically what you're saying, Ryan, is that um, you can't do a Venom movie without Spider-Man and have it make sense. Th- those two characters, you, you cannot, and this is what I think is going to really, really make Joker just yeah no yeah. batman yeah i've got nothing for I, that I'm one i'm sorry there there are my some gases my tank is empty for joker yeah right there are some characters that you cannot separate from who they originated from now the joker did not originate from batman but i think you guys get the point yeah well the joker's the joker became the joker because of batman because yeah, if you t- if you accept the killing joke is canon, which you should, uh, that that is how um, you know Batman inadvertently created the Joker, right? Not intentionally. It was an accident, but and, and that, he and that's was where involved. The, the genius of Tim Burton used elements of that, right? For his, for Jack Nicholson's for, Joker, yeah. Batman didn't drop him in there. Um, it, he inadvertently created the Joker. Now that version of the Joker, Jack Napier is not what you see in the comics, but borrowed heavily from the killing joke. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and even suicide squad borrows a little bit of the killing right. joke with how he created Harley. Right. He so, brings Harley back to the yeah, moment of his and, creation. And, and this is where DC gets it and they don't get it is they're, they're keeping Joker and 
you know, bling bling Joker and which we both like and Harley Quinn together in both Birds of Prey, Suicide Squad 2 and the impending Joker and Harley Quinn. All three of those movies, though, Ryan, will feature Batman in some form or fashion. Right. Because you have to. Yeah. Those characters, whether they're the Birds of Prey, the Suicide Squad, yep. or the Joker and, and Harley Quinn, cannot exist without having a, a tie-in to Batman. Right. So with Venom, he can't exist intelligently without a reference point to Spider-Man because those two characters are so intertwined and Venom is birthed right. from Peter Parker. And that's what makes Venom, in my opinion, now, now Spider-Man, the, the list of the Spider-Man rogues gallery is almost as iconic as that of Batman. It oh, yeah. really is. Spider-Man has some of the best villains Amazing in comic book gallery history. to be found in Spider-Man. And I would yeah. say probably, if you were to say, who are the top three comic book characters that have the most recognizable rogues gallery? I'd put Batman number one, Spider-Man number two, and probably Superman is a distant three. Have we repeated... I'm trying to think, and you're going to help me here. Have we repeated any Spider-Man villains yet? Um, no, I don't think so. So we've had there was no goblin six, uh, thank, and thank, now well seven. the goblin has been repeated in Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man. That's true. And Hobgoblin. Well, mainly Hobgoblin, I think, right? Like that was really the yeah, but I mean, we haven't seen you know we haven't seen another Sandman. We have not seen right. So we've um, I think I I, you know, I think with Mysterio was not in any of the McGuire. Yeah. wasn't even mentioned with well I guess with the exception of Hobgoblin. We have not seen like a repeat of villains in on now going on what three, five, six, seven Spider-Man movies. Yeah. So I mean, they were trying to build the Sinister Six and an an Amazing Spider-Man too. Right. Terribly, they were trying to. Build <sighs> Which they so they referenced the Rogues Gallery there, but there was still no. We well, still saw the Rhino. Yeah. We still saw like Homecoming. You know, had Vulture. Vulture Scorpion is in had it in a nod to Electro, um, a little bit, yeah. It was a nod, shocker, shocker, shocker sorry, shocker, shocker. not Electro, yeah. because Electro was in Spider Man, yeah, Electro, who's amazing Spider Man, uh, the Riddler, uh, in Amazing Spider Man, too. Right. But my point is this the, the thing that makes Venom so unique as a Spider Man villain is he is everything that Peter Parker is and more, yep. That, that symbiote absorbed all of Parker's ability. So he has the strength and ability of Spider-Man, the strength and ability of the symbiote inherently there, and the strengths and ability of Eddie Brock. Now, Eddie Brock in the comic was a weightlifter. He was yeah. a strong guy. He was a powerlifter, yeah. And now he's got the hatred of Spider-Man because he's been rejected by Peter Venom, not Eddie has been rejected by Peter. Eddie Brock felt cheated by Peter Parker. So now you're being driven by revenge and Venom knows everything Peter knows. Don't believe it's reasonable as Amazing Spider-Man number 300, the debut of Venom, Todd McFarlane. Venom was horrifying. Yeah. Frightening. The way he went after Black Cat, the way he went after Aunt May, the way he went after uh, MJ. 
Spider-Man fears Venom. And has and has the only and, and because Venom knows and Venom knows it. Yeah, Venom knows that uh, Venom knows everything about yeah. about Peter. You know, and he, that's just like, what makes know. that 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 relationship between those two so compelling. And when yeah. they had to team up to take on Carnage, you're like, whoa! Spider Man and Venom are partners. Yeah, right. That's what makes Bane like Joker will always be Batman's greatest. Uh, a villain but what makes bane like that one guy that batman's like oh man i don't like tussling with bane i've got to man be i'll careful. punch the joker's teeth out of his face any day of the week but bane bane yeah. knows who bruce wayne is knows what bruce wayne is thinking is yeah. like one step ahead all the Wonderful. time. Same thing with Superman. Lex Luthor will always be Superman's greatest villain, but who does Superman fear? Doomsday. That's who Superman fears. In the comics, man, anytime Doomsday somehow is let go, it's like, I don't know. I'm going to go into battle. And dude, history could repeat itself because this guy yeah. can kill me. He can kill me. So yeah. I think what you're saying is you've got a Venom movie that is separated from Spider-Man and it doesn't work. You have to come up with this. Now, correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm right, whatever. This does not have anything to do with that movie life, right? Yeah, that was the uh, that was that was also a Sony picture. That was was, the hot rumor. And they brought back and they did bring back an alien life form that was very much in the same like canister and they had, it was moving around all fluid like, and that was the big hot rumor that this would be a sort of a lead in a little bit of a, like a, like a T it was not necessarily, uh, you know, it was kind of like one of those, it could nod to it. It, And I think it kind of does because the company, well, let me see. I think his life was like a full on horror movie, dude. Yeah. I never saw it. Um, let me see here. Uh, let's see. Venom. And I, I believe it was rated R, too. I don't think that was a PG-13. I think that was a hard R. So the biggest, they say the biggest, like, the biggest evidence uh, that life, you know, is really tied as it in is that uh, the company that that is hosting, that, like, that actually funded the it's kind of like a, a nod to like SpaceX, a private company hosted oh, okay. a a space mission and the and the private company is called the Life Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what it. people were kind of like, eh, you know, I think it's kind of a uh, a wink. I, I it's not uh, an official it's not or stated unofficial. directly. Not, it's like not official those, or unofficial. Okay. That's actually that's confirmed. It's not. But the Life Foundation. um is the uh is the thing so and the only thing that shares a, the life name is is in the title of the movie um but it's just i think it's maybe a wink i don't think there's, okay i think okay. that's about there's it there's no there's no direct connection okay. yeah but so to, either, to, to, to either echo, way they had to come up yeah. with a convoluted way to create venom in in his purpose because venom's purpose in the books was vengeance on spider-man vengeance on peter parker well because that's who he attached to first Mm-hmm. That's why Venom essentially again, fell in love with again. Right? Yeah, that's because I mean, you think about it like 
he venom can enhance the abilities of anything around him oh yeah you've seen you know venom hulk you've seen venom thor you know even venom. just eddie brock right like eddie brock's abilities to move to to react to think that they're all enhanced by venom so when venom attached himself to spider-man who is already those things it was you know just like a high on top of a high for venom oh yeah that, and that it he, took peter's powers with him when he left and, and he absorbed all he absorbed venom. his uh his his look his style and his powers now did this venom i'm sorry to interrupt this venom did not have a white spider on him did he uh no on his chest no Man, dude, that's that iconic Venom, man. That's, but that's so the kicker is, yeah. And so but if you, you remember, can't use it because yeah, it wouldn't have made back, any sense. Because it wouldn't have made any sense. But to be honest with you, the look of Venom makes zero sense anyway. Because the only reason why his eyes look the way that they do, Spider-Man, is eyes. because of Spider-Man's eyeballs. Like yep. the way his eyes are shaped in the mask is the mm-hmm. way Venom's in 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 the movie Venom. That's the way his eyes are shaped already. And because I know that's, that's kind of what like that symbiote learned to use and <coughs> took it over to Eddie. Right. It's so, so simple. <laughs> it's so simple. And and there's grappling, you know. There's a lot of grappling in the movie. Um, that does he shoot webs? Because because Venom can grapple and web shoot. He can do both. Yeah. Well, he took the web idea and and ran with it. With yeah. you know, that's that that is genetic for Venom. He doesn't yeah. build any web shooters. Does he make the axe handles and stuff like that? That's what was so weird at the end of the movie. Was he was talking? I remember um, back to handles, what I was talking about, blades. like Riot. And he was saying that Riot has all these abilities that he could do. And apparently the abilities that Riot had was to transform his hands into sharp blades. Apparently Venom can't do that. But yet he can in the books. Again, John, here we are right back into the beginning of this conversation where where apparently Riot has those abilities that he could transform into blades and be sharp and Venom can really do blunt objects super well and be and be more and he's more mobile than Riot. It's trying to discern these two things apart from each other with the information that you're given in the movie is impossible to do. Um, Was there any, any reference made to Cletus Cassidy and carnage, anything like that? John, we are in the last part of this conversation and the most frustrating. Yeah. I was going to say, I can tell that you're exhausting yourself. on Venom. This movie is just hot garbage on top of hot garbage. So, by the way, made $786 million worldwide box office, yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, I know. Um, at the, in, the, in the mid-credit sequence, uh, after all the animation credits are done, we, of course, get the mid-credit sequence of the a representative of the Life Foundation walking into uh, the prison. And no... Uh, no, sorry. It wasn't a representative of the IA Foundation. It was Eddie Brock. Eddie Brock walks into the prison and meets uh, Cletus Cassidy, mm-hmm. who is played by the worst die job oh, this is the Woody I have Harrelson, ever right? seen. And That's it's right. Woody Harrelson. This is the Woody Harrelson. Yeah, okay. It is, yeah, the yeah. Wor- it is as red as this cup, John. <laughs> That's the color of Cletus Cassidy's hair. It's what? this color. Dude, okay, so Ryan is showing me a, a coffee mug thermos type that is like bright red. It is almost, it's just red. 
It is like it's like it is fire just red. engine red. It yeah, fire engine red. That's the color of this dye job. And he tries to play as Woody Harrelson playing a psychopath. It, those two those two roles were never meant to meet. Woody Harrelson was never supposed to play a psychopath. Yeah, I did. I who who chose him for Cletus Cassidy, man? Woo wee. We are, man, you keep asking really good questions that simply yeah. circle us back to the damn boardroom at Sony when <laughs> they just went, value? oh, 100%, dude. Of course it's going to, well, who who's hot? Who can we get in there? Dude, he's, he's like probably a good 25 to 30 years older than what Cletus, well, maybe more 25 than what Cletus Cassidy should be. And, right? and Woody Harrelson uh, doesn't maybe. exactly like you know carry that either he's 50 he's almost 60 years old he's 57 years yeah, old yeah cletus cassidy was like in his 30s yeah he was a he was a serial killing psychopath yeah like that's not all like that's what it's supposed to be not asking for a senior discount at denny's yeah i mean the dude's going to lubies on a regular basis i'm just saying lubies cafeteria i know dude <laughs> but dude at the, when i i'm at the end of my rope Right, because they'd also do like a rug pull that Venom was killed at the end of the movie. Oh, brother! Yeah, goodbye, goodbye, yeah. Eddie. Goodbye, Eddie. Goodbye, Eddie. No Venom, no. No Venom, no. I'm not joking. That's actually those. Are oh lines. my gosh! Did he yell no Venom? No, no. I hate I'm not I joking. I'm not joking. Should I just rewatch Batman and Robin? Yeah, just, it, just call it a day. <laughs> yeah, we might. That's a that's. I would challenge that as a so, better. Movie. So, did this make it? Is this a new entry into your top five? <laughs> would it unseat something? Interesting. <laughs> Think about that. One. Don't 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 commit now. But it sounds like it definitely. Dude, it was so is frustrating. climbing the ladder quickly. It was absolutely frustrating. So to watch all of that to end the movie, and of course they do the rug pull of. You know, Venom's in his head talking, so of course he talks out loud out to Venom through the entire thing. He of apparently can't communicate. Venom can yeah. communicate through his through thoughts, but Eddie cannot communicate through thoughts back to him. He has to talk yeah. out loud. So that's the other shtick in the entire movie is him I'm like trying, I was trying to think, but I couldn't. <laughs> yeah, the, so that's the sh- that's the other shtick through the entire movie is him. Who are you talking to? You know, it's that. Oh, who are God. you talking to? You know, it's, it's insane running gag for two uh, it's, hours. It's the, the, the entire time and the entire time. And so, of course, at the end of the movie, like he's talking to Michelle Williams character who they are, you know, getting back together, you know, of course. Um, you know, whatever. And then then the, I think that's after. Mid and the mid credit sequence happens with a, this weird looking. Uh, look it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna pull it up. Um, look up this this horrible, horrible dye job and this wig that he's got on. It is bonkers. It 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 is bonkers, John. It is bonkers. There's no other way to explain it. It's bonker town. Okay, why are the only images I'm seeing of him in War for the Planet of the Apes? Oh, okay, okay, there it is. Okay, it's not fire. What it's in it's the like world? a purple red. It's like a purple red. Looks like a clown wig. And it's this uh, it's just this wig. Look at him, John. Uh, what? That is Cletus Cassidy. Oh, okay, here here's a better one. Oh, dude, whoa. <laughs> 
Ja. Yeah. Boy, he's really like emoting too, isn't he? Oh, the like, the the really... amount the amount of overacting that was done in that little thirty second tease is beyond. Now I, I will say now I am looking at one one still shot that I can look at it and, and, and I would go, okay, yeah, okay, I can see Cletus Cassidy uh there. Okay, I, I, I'm, I'll give the devil his due a little bit. But there, there's another shot. Oh, I think I... Uh, there it is. I just think even the, man, even the smile that he's got, yeah, even I'm that little... Yeah, I'm looking at one with it's like a, a side... Yeah. It's, it know. looks terrible. I think it's just, it looks awful. And I think... Wowee. But that's carnage. That is official carnage. That is now our carnage. There was some shots of Jim Carrey years ago, uh, them dressing Jim Carrey up when he was doing all those serious movies. And I was like, dude, that dude could play a psychopath because he's actually crazy. Um, like that dude would actually yeah, do topic for another day. Jim, like Jim it Carrey would be in his mental state. Yeah, dude. But still like he he would you talk about over the top, though, like that dude would be an, like just a psychopath. Yeah, man, dude, I'm not buying. But, uh, yeah, I'm that is official, that though. Decision. That's well, yeah, official. Yeah, I mean, it is what it, it is. I mean, That's, they can always recast. But. We're stuck. We're stuck with Woody Harrelson as Carnage, which <clears throat> I, I, you've, there's so many more options out there that I don't understand why they leaned inside well, of. Well, you know, that too I mean, uh, yeah, it, it, it seems like one of those picks where it's like, like you said, it's like, okay, well, who's who's established? Who's an established guy? Okay, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, people like Woody Harrelson. He's a good actor. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, he's. Uh, you know, I mean, what, what's, he, what's he done lately that's, uh, you know, turned some heads? Well, you know, True Detective on HBO with Matthew McConaughey. Oh, people like Matthew McConaughey, too. As well. Okay, yeah, Woody Harrelson. Well, you know, he's also in that new Star Wars movie. Oh, it's Star Wars. That's, that's going to make a lot of money. <laughs> Dude, that's, I feel like that's exactly the conversation. Yeah, so what do you think we get Woody Harrelson for? Uh, what, 20, 20 million for uh, two picks? Yeah, we could probably get him down to about maybe 12. All right, I like that. Woody Harrelson, let's do it. Yeah. Right. Probably the same conversation that was had with, you know, who, who can we get to do a, uh, 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 you know, you know, the Joker. People like the Joker. You know, we saw, you know, we saw a lot of Joker. Uh, who, who's good. We got this Jared Leto guy, but uh, who else? Well, I mean, you got, uh, you know, you guys seen Walk the Line? Yeah. Yeah. Who's that guy? Who's that guy playing Johnny Cash? What's his name? River Phoenix? No, no, no. His brother Joaquin. Yeah, that guy. He's kind of weird. <laughs> he hasn't done anything in a while. He's probably yeah. Cheap. He's a weird fellow. What's the last thing he did? Well, you know, he did this movie with uh, you know Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Black Widow. She's hot, making a lot of money. <laughs> totally hot right Let's now. get her. Can she play the Joker? No, 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 no. Hold on. He was in a movie with her where like uh, she was a computer and he fell in love with it. Yeah, that sounds weird and crazy. He sounds like he'd be the Joker. What? 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 <laughs> what, what six million? All right, sounds let's do good. it. Let's do it. They did remove. Uh, I will say this: um, the amount of the amount of ridicule that the Venom movie did get with that uh, 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 oh, gum, Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate was in this movie uh, for Jenny a little while. Slate. Oh, oh, the girl who dropped the f bomb on Saturday Night Live. Yes, um, and she's, and she's been. In, and she's been in. Yeah, she Parks and Rec, and she's yeah. done a lot of other stuff. Parks yeah. and Rec is by far one of her but yeah, best but that, true story calls. though. She dropped an f bomb on Saturday Night Live and got canned. Oh yeah, immediately. Yeah, she wasn't in the next week's episode at all. <laughs> no, she was, <laughs> and so she didn't have a lot of like staying power there either, which is part of it. Like she wasn't yeah. top billing, and well, I think that was back yeah. when like the cast had like flipping twenty people on it. It, I mean, was, it was like unbelievable. Yeah. It was a weird time. 
But everyone's fighting for screen time. She apparently in the trailer, and I think it's still in the trailer. She says symbiote in the trailer. Like she symbiote. really symbiote. She really enunciates that. Yeah. Word. And symbiote. it was the most ridiculed thing there for probably 30 <laughs> seconds on Twitter. And it was just all over the place. They cut than that from the movie. Better than Martha? Martha! Oh, well, what'd you say? That's like That's our safe word, don't you remember? <laughs> that's our safe word. <laughs> but they did cut that uh, cut that scene from the movie completely. That's Oh, her, whoa. Her, really? Yeah. Either they reshot it because I was listening for it. <laughs> I was like, I really want to see if they do it, and they didn't do it. They actually cut it from the movie completely. Man, she really went full but syllable. On here's, you know what? Here's the, here's the deal. <laughs> all right. I give, I give actors a pass in a lot of areas. The problem becomes with the, the screenwriters not the screenwriters, the directors on set. Um, oh, sure. If if, if yeah, an, an actor 100%. mispronounces a word that they have probably never used ever. Uh, what are you which, talking about, Ryan? You don't use symbiote uh, like <laughs> daily? Yeah, symbiote. Man, you've got a limited vocabulary. You know, and, and just at a pass at a line and said the word, and then, you know, if an all stop isn't like done where they're just like, whoa, 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 let's, you know, we, let's just make sure we get that pronunciation correct the care of i mean that's the thing like it could have just been left in there about how much they cared about this movie cuz clearly they didn't care at all um and i think that is reflective of her mispronouncing the word then putting it in the trailer because no one cared to say anything to try to correct it to write the course because this movie is a write off it's what i call Ryan the hamburger test if you go to a restaurant for the first time and you've never been there yeah. Look for hamburger on the menu and order it. Right. Because if they screw that up, they're not going to get the steak right. <sighs> yeah. 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 Nailed it. Yeah. So there so, you go. So, yeah. I mean, because really when you think about, um, you know, ha- whoa, hang on. I just lost some audio. There we go. I got a little loose. When you think about like the great directors for comic book movies, like modern, modern era. So we'll go. Yeah, I guess we could go maybe 2000. Some of the ones that really stand out. um, I, we're not going to get into the Brian singer uh, controversy, (laughs) but what he was, (laughs) we're not doing that. But what he was able to do with like the original X-Men movie. Right. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was I waiting. It. I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on to your words. Buddy. Okay. Uh, I think of the Russo brothers. I think of Patty Jenkins. Yeah. Uh, I think of James Wan with yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. And, and I'm sure I'm probably missing a, a Favreau with Iron Man and Iron Man two. Yeah. The way they were able to direct these, these characters and, Brian, Brian Singer's problem was he, he got too cute with the storytelling right? and didn't worry about how one movie connects to the other. But he was still able to not end up with someone going like symbiote and letting that fly. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's where comic book movies have gotten is that if you're not going to take the care with like how someone enunciates a word 
that really probably isn't used in most people's vocabulary on a daily basis. That is a great indication of where this movie's going to go. Yeah. Now, I still plan on seeing Venom. Yeah. I'll wait for that 99 cent rental to hit iTunes before I jump on that. I would say it shouldn't be too far off, but, you know, apparently it's made money. So, oh, yeah, dude. I mean, when it debuted on the iTunes store, it was the number one movie on iTunes and has done very well on, on Blu-ray as well, too. So, you know, this could be one of those cases, my friend, where, you know, you and I, um, while it's not a perfect movie, enjoyed Suicide Squad. I mean, then there were others who looked at it and went, man, you guys are nuts. That movie sucked. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, it has and its so it has its own. Ryan, you're problem. nuts. Venom was amazing. Sure. And I welcome the debate. I absolutely do. If there was something that, that you saw that you were like, dude, Ryan, you were you missed this. You missed this. And you I can't believe you missed key this. Plot element, my friend. And dude, I am I am absolutely I welcome it. I think, you know, I, I love perspective. So if you were like, dude, like Venom was stellar, man. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Here's why. Um, man, let's talk. Cause I I <laughs> I couldn't find it. I'm out, you know. <laughs> well, uh, I, I, you know. My gut tells me that you and I are probably going to have uh, very similar opinions about Venom. Oh, I doubt uh, it, John. I, I think you'll love it. I'll love it. Yeah, I, just, I, can't, <laughs> I just watch it all the time. It's on an endless can't, loop. Can't get enough. I think, this is, I think we can transition because uh, time is long. And I, dude, I've been loving this. But let, let's talk about Aquaman because that is a movie that you and I both have let's, seen. Let's refresh the palate with a tall drink of water. Yeah, literally. <laughs> now, you and I both saw Aquaman. Now, I saw it, uh, I think, about a week before you did. Yeah. Um, I, now, I was late to the game. Again, we want to reiterate our December, November, well, <laughs> our uh, October, our November, our December, our January was, was very busy. Um, I got to Aquaman a week after release. Didn't get to see it the, the weekend. And I think you were about a week or so uh, after, last, after me. Did I see it last weekend or the weekend yeah, before? Like um, we both enjoyed it at the Alamo Draft House. So that oh, was yeah. awesome. Shout out to Alamo Draft House. If you want to go see, see a movie. See all your movies there. Go to the Alamo Draft House. <laughs> yeah, you know, James and I went and saw it. Um, and, you know, because I'd asked him, I said, little man, you know, I said, you want to see Aquaman? And he was like, yeah. I mean, he got like really excited. I didn't think he was going to be that into it. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, Justice League really didn't excite him a whole lot. <laughs> Shocker. That was the case for you know, most people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You know. Uh, <laughs> well, there you go. They, yeah. It's kind of hard to argue with that. But uh, so I was like, little man, I said, you want to go see uh, Aquaman? He's like, yeah. So we went and saw it. And I got to say, you know, going into it, um, I, I love the trailers. I was always a fan of, of casting of Jason Momoa. Oh, yeah. Um, I dig that guy, man. If I could be someone, I would be Jason Momoa. This guy, <laughs> he knows that he is awesome. And I've never seen someone who is so awesome and knows it, but isn't like a dick. Yeah. This guy genuinely, I think, is really appreciative over the fame that he has garnered over the years, whether yeah. it is in the Stargate TV series, uh, season one of Game of Thrones as Cal Drogo, um, uh, his role as, as, as Arthur Curry. He's in that Netflix original called Frontier, which I'm, I'm not real crazy about, but apparently it's in their top 15 most streamed shows. So someone somewhere is watching it. 
Uh, and you know, he had that, uh, uh, Conan that, that I thought was pretty good. I, I, I like that Conan. It just kind of suffered the same fate as dread. It just, here you go. Here's a Conan movie. Yeah. And it was like, you know, because like, here's Joe's dread and yeah. it was awesome. We loved it. But man, dude, if they had just put a little bit of muscle behind it, I think it really could have been a, yeah. a bigger hit than what it was. Yeah. And that's how I feel about Conan. I, I enjoyed that, the, that, that version of Conan and, and would love to have seen that built upon, but probably not going to. So this guy, he has really, and I think he was also in talks to reprise the crow. Uh, yeah. And thankfully that fell apart. We don't need yeah. any more crow. Please. I'm sorry. That original crow is yeah. in my top five or excuse me, in my top 10. Um, that's a great movie. Leave it alone. We don't need yeah, leave Brandon Lee alone. Please. We don't. That movie still, in my opinion, has aged very, very well. The special effects are a little bit dated, but that movie, I don't know if you'd agree. I think it holds up to modern day comic book movies, man. It fits right in. Yeah, it really it, I mean, it did. It, it made a splash when it came out, but I, there was a lot of the. I mean, you know, the Jason tragedy you know, Brandon Lee died on set as well, yeah. so you know that was also kind of like the big news item about that movie. But it was you know beautiful '90s goth man, like it was oh, that. It that fit, soundtrack. The, oh, yeah, the soundtrack, the everything. Amazing. It was just that beautiful '90s goth, and I think that was one of the. Yeah. You know, easy, and, and it, easy it pieces for it. Yeah. Yeah. And it stands the test of time. So anyway, back to Aquaman. So you've got, you know, Jason Momoa riding this huge wave. Uh, he, for a lot of people who uh, didn't particularly like Justice League, you and I both kind of gave it a middle, you know, C like plus somewhere around there. It's yeah. got a lot of great, but it was cool. It was fun. Um, has a host of problems. Has a host of problems, too much editing, too much Joss Whedoning, and again, reasonable you're never going to see a Zack Snyder cut, so we you, you got to get off of it. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, there is gotta move apparently on. there is no such thing. So it doesn't exist. It, it, it's time to Zack move Snyder on. was cut. Was we talked about? I think probably on our last show or two, Zack Snyder was cut way before everyone else found out. And Marvel, or I'm sorry, ugh, not Marvel, WB executives were actually directing that movie far before Joss Whedon actually even had a oh, chance yeah. to step into yeah. it. So that, that was a cluster. Um, yeah, they, they you screwed probably, it up. You could probably dedicate an entire podcast series to that, that soap <laughs> opera of Justice League. Yeah. So we get to Aquaman, you know, and for a lot of people who didn't like Justice League, yeah. Jason Momoa was, was probably what a lot of people said. He was one of the few really shining stars of that movie. Yeah. Um, and so I got to say, man, um, and, and I don't want to go, you know, forever here on this. Um, we don't need to break down every little aspect of the movie. This is exactly what you and I have been talking about that the DCEU needed. Well, oh, 100%. Color, fun storytelling. Don't take yourself so flipping serious. Not every scene has got to be yeah. gritty and determined and yeah, because you've got your characters that are going to be gritty on both sides of the movie fence. Yeah. Batman is never going to be doing hijinks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Even though Josh tried to do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm bleeding, dude. Oh my gosh, I never want to hear Batman ever utter the words. Yeah, I'm bleeding. Uh, yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Batman doesn't talk like that. Okay, nope, nope. 
Nor would he. No, not gonna. No, yeah. he does not talk that way. What I what I loved about the but anyway, the back to Aquaman. Of, we don't need to complain about Batman. Yeah. And, and no, no, no. What I love about the attitude of Aquaman is if you remember back to Thor one, Thor two, and then Thor Ragnarok, Aquaman goes against the same um, type of movie that those movies represented. You know, the, yeah. the kingdom, the kingship, the the hierarchy of the crown. Mythology. Mythology. Science they, is magic. Magic is science. Right. So they, yeah. they confront quite a bit of, uh, of that sort of challenge, which Thor did in Thor 1. And I think, you know, and I, that to me, those parts of the movie made that movie hard to watch. All the talk about being the king, all the talk about being the firstborn, all the talk about being, it was just this constant, you know, this, this, um, it was all about the, the crown, the hierarchy of the crown. And I think Aquaman approached that very differently. I felt like Aquaman picked up where like Thor three or Thor Ragnarok kind of left where Thor where Thor grew up to, Aquaman picked up from. So yeah, we so we yeah. left we went through Thor one and two, which it took itself way too seriously. You oh. know, Chris Helmsworth is a great actor, and he finally got to stretch his legs in Ragnarok. That's when he got to stretch his legs. Thor one and two were just like this weird, you know. Does mother know that that doth weareth her drapes? Um, you know, I think Tony yeah. said it best. To be honest with you, like yeah. that's literally Shakespeare in the park was yeah. Thor one and two. Weareth Ragnarok <laughs> doth weareth her drapes. <laughs> and so Thor one and two, I were both of those movies, and I think <laughs> I'm tickling you a little bit with that. Yeah, it's such a great line in that movie. I love it's yeah. so good, man. Yeah. Um. But Thor, Thor Ragnarok fixed all of those things. Like he was still, they still were able to talk about the king. They still were able to talk about the crown. They were still talking, able to do that without making it like this awkward, you know, cringeworthy performance. Um, and Aquaman deals with all those things exactly like Ragnarok did. And I thought it was just absolutely stellar how they, how they handled. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, the, uh, you talk about casting, uh, you know, Nicole Kidman was fantastic. Oh, wonderful. Absolutely Excellent. wonderful. Um, I forget the actor's name. I apologize, but I'm going to refer to him as Django Fett as uh, Jason is Aquaman's father. Uh, it's the actor. Oh, right. Fett. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's he's uh, every clone trooper looks like him. Yeah. Uh, to you know, Patrick Wilson as Ocean Master. Uh, you know, Amber Heard is is Mira. You know, it, it just the the casting was so well done. And there, there's two things that really stuck out with this movie to me. Um, again, the the color. My goodness, those underwater scenes and battles were yeah. You know, sometimes had a little bit of a kind of a Phantom Menace feel. Like the first time you went into Gunga City, and it oh was yeah, like, whoa, right, oh yeah. But like, take that and turn the volume up to like a hundred. Oh you yeah, know? man. Excellent use but, of. But these go to eleven. Yes, uh, excellent use of technology and and how they're able to communicate underwater. And I think that was going to be the biggest challenge. Is these are these are uh, beings that can breathe out of the water and they can breathe in the water. So when they're in the water, do we, are we going to have them talk like, <laughs> or yeah, but they Which just they made did kind of like this, to a certain effect. Yeah. But almost like it's this 
echo sound, but yeah. yet like it was just really cool, man. Yeah, I just I, th- really I think they, that of, of, of all the criticisms that I could have for this movie, if that effect was turned down just a little bit, it would have made it better for me. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, you know, and again, it it just it it dealt with like serious subject matter, but it wasn't like oh my gosh, we're just crumbling under the yeah. weight of our own drama. And uh, <laughs> I loved the brief shoutouts to previous dceu movies this is dceu this is not a this is a standalone in that it wasn't relying upon already established characters to build this one but it picks up right after justice league right after justice league uh very cool little easter egg that there's a uh, mother box that um uh atlanta has knitted that's in the lighthouse. I don't know if you guys caught that. If you've seen Aquaman, but there's a mother box that she knitted. Oh, I missed um, that. Oh man. Yeah. I'll have to look yeah. for that when I get the movie. Yeah. There's a knitted mother box. Um, and of course you get the mention of Steppenwolf, uh, right. Mira mentioned Steppen, Steppenwolf. Yeah. Cause she roasts, and, uh, she roasts Arthur about that a little bit. Cause yeah, she's like, saying, you, you know, took down defeated, Steppenwolf. Like you defeated what do you mean? Steppenwolf. You are a hero. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and then there is a uh, when Ocean Master is talking about how you know humans, humans polluted have, the yeah. oceans. You see now there was a rumor that you would maybe it's a deleted scene and they just decided to cut it. Which I think if it was, it was a good move. But remember there was this rumor that you were going to see that it was actually Arthur that pulled uh, Clark out of the the water in Man of Steel. Remember that was a rumor that you were going to oh, yeah. see was yeah, going to be oh, yeah, in there. Oh yeah, 100%. I was I you know, I know you're kind of back and forth on it. I would have loved to have seen that. I think it would have been cool, but I think where uh they're wanting to go with essentially rehabbing the DCEU. They're not erasing it. It's not going away. Man of Steel, Dawn yeah. of Justice, Suicide Squad, Justice League, Wonder Woman, that's all canon. That is not going anywhere. They're rehabbing it, but you do see the oil rig that Clark was on falling into the ocean. Yeah, very briefly, um, but you do see the oil rig blowing up, yeah. and it could be taken as a general kind of like you know this could be any oil rig anywhere. Yeah, but, but James Wan did say that is the rig that Clark. You still see, on. I mean, yeah. but the fact that you see an oil rig blowing up, like, come on, like that's no, that's yeah. that's no coincidence. And, and, and again, that was one of James the Wan, that was one of the first public appearances of of quote unquote Superman, right? right. Uh, so, but beyond that, um, there's, there's very little else that, that, uh, you know, um, leans heavily on what came before. And I liked it because what has, what has kind of frustrated from time to time with DCEU movies is just hitting you square in the nose. Like this is all related, like right in the face in case you forgot. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that didn't happen. Now you get the uh, the mid credit scene where you see, uh, you know, uh, spoiler. We are spoiling a little bit, guys. So if you haven't seen it, we apologize. You know, Black Manta gets uh, uh, rescued, and uh, you see in some newspaper clippings at the end. You know, the Daily Planet, the Gotham yeah. Globe, uh, the Coast City uh, newspaper. So that is telling you yeah. again that there is a, a coast or excuse me uh emerald city where yeah. um how jordan is from i was super excited to see jim halpert in in that role too so is green lantern 
No, as the as who hooked up with uh, who, oh who yeah, was, Asian was Jim Black Halpert, yeah, yeah, Asian Jim Halpert, yeah. I'm like, Jim what? When did he get cast as Hal Jordan? Boy, I missed that. Oh, now John um, Krasinski, Jim Halpert. Yeah. So, um, so, but it's showing you that there is still this world that exists because yeah. we saw the Green Lantern Corps in Justice League yep. when they when they first defeated Steppenwolf off right. of Earth. Yeah. And I like that. Those that's what you and I have been saying they need to do. That these little tidbits here and there that just kind of remind you that this is an overall bigger world, but we don't have to hit you like right over the head. It just doesn't have to be all the time, every yeah. single time. And we've seen that in the Shazam trailer, right? Yeah. There, one of the kids has a batarang. How he came across a batarang, we don't know, but this kid has one. And that's awesome, yeah. right? And then like newspaper printings of talking about, you know, Superman. Perfect. And now there's this rumor too that the supposed meeting between Superman and Shazam has been cut from the movie. And I'm like, that's fine. Now, I think yeah. it would be cool, but that's fine because we don't need it. You've given us just enough that these kids are like, superheroes are awesome. And they're, they're, they probably argue back and forth over which one they think is better. I like Batman and I like Superman, right? Right, yeah, yeah You yeah. could maybe even have a dialogue in there. It's like, well, Batman did beat him. You know, I mean, you could do something like that. Sure. But it's just enough to where you don't have to be like, oh, my God, here we go. We got to be reminded again that, right. you know. Is a is a Wayne Enterprises you know truck drives by in full view. Don't forget, Bruce Wayne's still around. You know, yeah. So I I love that aspect. And dude, like you were saying, when when he uh you know finally puts on the green and gold armor, when he emerges, dude, from the waterfall with Poseidon's trident. Oh, that unbreakable trident. And just stands there in that gold yes. armor with the green pants. I almost stood up and applauded. I it was all, amazing. It was like, thank you. Thank you. You thank just you. made Aquaman thank you. badass. Congratulations. Yeah. You did it. You did it. You, you casted it right. You set it up yep. right. And you, you know, you said, you know what? Screw it. We're going, we are going authentic. He's we are going taking green gold, it baby. from there and we're going to make that suit look awesome and we're going to make it look different because the first time you see him in the movie, he's shirtless, right? And he's got the tattoos all over him. Which he should be. Jason Momoa uh, yeah, I mean, should be shirtless if, most of the time. I'm not bringing, I can't bring my wife to the movie if he's not shirtless. So, you know. That's hey man, where, there was eye candy for the for the guys and the gals between Amber Heard and Jason Momoa. Please. There was no lack of eye candy. Jason Momoa was my eye candy. I'm not lying on that one. <laughs> dude, <laughs> that is a handsome get, devil. He, dude, he is. He's, <laughs> yeah, man, he's a sexy guy. There's no question, man. He is, so, dude, and he knows it. But when he stepped out and slammed that tr- and set that trident, and that's what I love. The thing I loved about that stuff was they made you feel the weight. In yes. the theater of yeah, that yeah, trident yeah. was just so clear, boom. just that yeah. resounding thunder that when he just set the trident down and it just echoes through and, eternity. And, and, and it, it was Atlanta's uh, reaction to that too when she's oh, seen it. she's like yeah. the king is here, the, the king yeah. has arrived. Right? This is the king. We know this is the king. You know he was able to claim the trident. Absolutely, uh, and, and I mentioned to you via so text good. something that really stood out to me. Um, you know, because we, we saw Atlantis, uh, obviously, in Justice League uh, when Steppenwolf invades. Right. And it had a very medieval look to it with their headgear and the armor. 
which I think is an easy yeah. uh, aesthetic to go for with Atlantis. Aquaman turned that the exact opposite direction and made it futuristic, yeah. made it powerful, uh, sexy, um, and just like, no, this is a race of advanced people that have separated themselves from the rest of the world. Yeah. And uh, I loved it. I love that departure. You know, Zack Snyder has a certain look that he wants to go for. And I think this is a case of where removing him from any sort of creative input paid off very nicely. And that's not a slam on Zack Snyder. You and I have very different opinions on Zack Snyder. I, I appreciate what he did with Man of Steel and Dawn of Justice and what he potentially could have done with Justice League had he not been dealt dirty. Right. But this is a great example, and, and Wonder Woman's another one, where he didn't really have a lot of fingerprints all over it, and Patty Jenkins was allowed to develop a look, a feel, and an emotion with Wonder Woman that James Wan was allowed to do with Aquaman. Right. And I got to say... If what it takes for the DCEU to fully get rehabbed is to build on Diana and Arthur Curry, do it. Let's go. Do it. I'll ride that rocket. Let's do go. Do it. You can bring Clark and Bruce back anytime. People are not going to be like, well, who are these guys? And, no. <laughs> come on. Ingrained into American and world pop culture. I mean, you throw an S logo up, people know who that is. Yeah. So, someone's not going, well, who is that? Yeah. Right, you throw a bad symbol up. They're like, you know, Spider Man. N- yeah. No, you know who that is. But if you're going to world build, build it off of these two, and you can, in the process, rehab Superman and Batman, and getting them back into what you built with Arthur and Diana. Right. It's okay. Marvel built theirs off of Tony Stark for crying out loud. Yep. At the time, a C level player. Yeah. And Marvel. Remember. A C-level player. And Remember. he became the A-plus game changer. Yeah. So Iron Man was not the top seller nope, at all. Not even and close. Spider-Man man was the top seller. Spider-Man, Spider-Man was, and X-Men were... Was, the, the, yeah, those bang, two. Bang. And, those, and that's where Marvel needed their money in the 90s. They said, we got to sell some of these properties. So instead of selling some of their you know, not so hot stuff. They had to sell their A-listers. They had to sell X-Men and they had to sell Spider-Man to stay afloat. And, and Fantastic they did, Four. They had to sell that and they too. Sell, yeah, and Fantastic yeah. Four. And those, when people thought of Marvel Comics, those are the characters that everybody connects with. They say, oh, Marvel Comics? Oh, that's, that's X-Men. Oh, that's Spider-Man. Oh, that's Fantastic Four. Those were hot everywhere. And I, and I love that they were able to just revive completely revive these C-level characters into A-plus rock stars, um, both in the screen and the comic book world, because they invested in their time and they took their time to create something that's worth watching. And they didn't rush it to market. They didn't say, you know what, let's just make ensemble movies right away and then we'll figure it out later. You know, I'm sorry. And I said it from the beginning, you know, you and I started this show talking about Batman versus Superman. That was our first show ever on Reasonable Fanboys. And we said it then and I'll say it again. WB screwed up 
by not taking this slow. They should have taken the slow burn effect. We should have had a Superman movie. We should have had a Batman movie. We should have had a Wonder Woman movie. And we should have had a, uh, a Aquaman movie before we before they ever met. And they should have, if they took the same route, maybe we'd be living in a different universe right now. Maybe. Mm-hmm. But I would have loved to have seen that because it's not Marvel versus DC for me. No. It's Marvel and, and, and DC. And it shouldn't be for anybody. Yeah, it's Marvel and DC. I love all of these characters equally, and I believe they should be given their due on the screen just as equally. Absolutely. I, uh, 100%. That's been our theme from the get-go. But, I'm, dude, I got to tell you, I, I'm just... you know, Road you, you to Redemption to- has started with Aquaman and Wonder Absolutely. Woman. And I... We... If we're writing the ship Shazam and we're writing right the train, yeah, and Shazam, I'm telling you, about it. that yeah. is the spider. We said, I said this before, but it's been months. It's gonna, it's the Spider-Man uh, movie of the DCEU, and it's and it's gonna be heartwarming and fun and you know juvenile, and it's gonna be amazing. You know when when we talked about uh, Homecoming uh, last summer, uh, summer of uh, well, actually summer of 2017. Yeah. Uh, you said that when and, and we were both obviously huge fans of that movie, still are. It's a great movie. Yeah. That you sat and you watched it the whole time. You just had a smile on your face. Oh, the, the whole time. time. Oh yeah. Uh, I told you. For me, that was Aquaman. Like halfway through, I realized, like, man, dude, I am smiling like a like a fool. I was. T- I am same, having dude. a fun time watching same. this movie. That was a blast. It was a blast. It was a fun movie. It was refreshing. It was. It, it just. It, it, it was exactly what it needed to be. Right when it needs to be it. And it and it shows too, you know, because you know, box office <laughs> these movies have to make money if they're gonna continue to make them. And Aquaman now is the first DCEU movie to go over one billion dollars worldwide box office. That's good news, not just for Warner Brothers, not just for DC, but for comic book fans who love these movies. Yeah. If we seriously, we said this in our last episode four months ago. You get a couple of these that really start to perform below expectations. Movie studios start thinking about what's the viability of these. Have we reached the end game? No yep. pun intended, right? And I think Aquaman shows that if you show some color, have some fun, you can take yourself seriously, but don't be too serious and have compelling characters that people like. It's going to make some money. Yeah. And Aquaman. Delivered. It was great. And if you haven't seen it, Reasonableness, because if you're like, oh, man, DC, I don't know. Go see it. Oh, go man. see it and make a, make a decision for yourself. I've already said, hey, Ryan gave his take on Venom. I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to weigh in until I've seen it. Don't weigh in on this stuff, guys, until you've seen it, until you've experienced it, and then you can make a comment, yay, nay, or eh, whatever. Yeah. It's, but, uh, you know, if you've seen one and it just and you've seen another and you're like, you know what, I think I'm out on the universe. Hey man, that's cool too. If you're like, man, I just can't keep investing in that and it, you know, I don't I don't like the way it looks on the trailer. Uh, you know, I've seen these other movies. I think I'm done. Fair. Totally and, fair. And that's deserved. Warner Brothers and DC should take some of that criticism. Yeah. But if you're listening to our show and thank you for doing so, uh, man, I go see it. Go check it out. It's, you know, Go see it at Alamo for sure, because uh, at least you'll have a really good time 
watching it at Alamo. If you're if you're not impressed with the movie, then at least you're at Alamo. So, uh, we are, and we're not paid yeah. by Alamo Draft House. Oh no, not at all. But we would, <laughs> but we certainly didn't turn our noses up. <laughs> I have yet to go see. I, the only movie I've seen outside of Alamo was Doctor Strange, and I regret every minute not sitting in an Alamo Draft House. Yeah, dude, Alamo is, is very quickly, because even James was like, uh, you know, before I even told him we were going to Alamo, he asked, he goes, are we going to Alamo? Yeah, man. It's the business. It's great. Well, man, I, I'm gassed, dude. I got Whew. nothing left. We gave, we, we gave our all. <laughs> I'm sure there's we I'm sure we missed about 90 percent of the stuff that we probably wanted to talk about missed a lot of print uh, stuff but we will be back yeah. before you guys know it Watchmen there will is be up no to, four month hiatus this time around yeah there's not Watchmen's up to nine I think so we've got three more issues uh, uh, Doomsday Clock Doomsday Clock sorry sorry, sorry. Yeah. Doomsday Clock I read um, eight and nine today yeah. uh, and excellent I'm telling you, we are on the precipice of the meeting and there's already been the and Dr. Manhattan. I will give this drop right now that if you're hesitant on picking up uh, Doomsday Clock, um, you know that Dr. Manhattan is uh, beyond space and time and he sees the meeting of him and Superman. However, he is not able to see past the meeting with him and Superman. So that has been dropped in the latest issue. Uh, that's what the, the fi- pretty much the final print was saying uh, is that uh, there was a really excellent reveal on the last part um, where um, Batman is recognizing what Superman is not uh, because Batman is the greatest detective. And nobody and, uh, beats Batman. And nobody beats Batman. Batman knows Never. all. No. Uh, but, uh, you know, Superman gets tangled up in Russia a little bit and starts to oh, identify yeah. things. Dude, that, what an amazing story like with Firestorm there. I mean, heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It was, it was heartbreaking. Oh, just terrifying. It was just, it was amazingly written. Absolutely amazingly written. Oh, yeah, and, and, that's and, the other uh, thing. and beyond that, Bill Maher can suck a large one because of his what? comments, uh, because of his little comments about Stan Lee and, uh, what did you he know, say about comic, about comic books is that what comic books, say? well, comic books are meant for children, John, and they are never oh. well written. Um, what? so go suck an onion. Uh, Bill yeah, Maher. Exactly. Comic books anyway, are for children. Okay. I'm going to move on. I don't want to talk about Bill Maher. So, but, uh, but just reading that, it was absolutely heartbreaking to watch the sequence between uh, Firestorm and uh, Kal-El, uh, especially given all the events that are happening right now. And again, Dr. Manhattan talking and he's, we've, we've, we finally see Dr. Manhattan. He's, they were able to connect with him. And uh, this is the first time we've seen Dr. Manhattan in this series of Doomsday Clock. We've had a lot of build up to this moment of Officially finding Dr. Manhattan. His appearance in the DC universe. So, yep. Uh, Dr. Manhattan has met uh, at this point, has met Batman um, in a in a, a kind of a, a distance sense. But they have seen each other. And uh, the Joker has also seen uh, uh, Dr. Manhattan as well. But again, Dr. Manhattan is monologuing quite a bit through the, through the issue and uh, recognizes that he is not able to see. He sees nothing is what he says. I see nothing after uh, my meeting with Superman. So his, his, the, the line was either 
I get, I am destroyed by Superman or everything is destroyed. Yeah. What a uh, talk about the clash of the Titans. <sighs> so I am, Jay I actually got a little chills Dr. a little Manhattan. bit on that because yeah. of, uh, we know how powerful Dr. Manhattan is. Uh, the dude is, is infinitely powerful. Uh, Kal-El, uh, you know, gets his power from the sun and is yet to, that sun's burning. really yet to be yeah. measured. So yeah. there's some canon stuff about sun. being measured, but, uh, well, but you know, he, yeah, you know, he's been obviously killed. All star uh, Superman kind of goes through some of that where yeah. they, they measure his strength. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the, and I guess in a bigger sense that the, even though they're able to measure it, it's still not coming close to anything that can compete oh, no. with it. So yeah. we're going to say this is interesting. He sees, he sees his meeting with Superman though. And it's, uh, it doesn't look kind and I'm very excited to see. Well, what and what's happens. really interesting too, that, that I I've enjoyed about uh, Superman and the way that he's been written. Uh, I would say even across his own titles uh, and even in justice league. Yeah. Is, you know, this is not a, um, it's definitely not the new 52 Superman, uh, which is still Canon of course. Uh, but, but that version of Superman is gone. Uh, so it's not this aloof Superman. That's like trying to figure out, well, how do I fit in? Am am I really responsible for these people? How am I responsible for humans? Right. Right. Uh, and, and, in Superman just takes that response. This Superman takes this responsibility yes. seriously, seriously and earnestly. Yeah, absolutely. And there is this sort of grimness. Now, when I say grim, I, I don't mean like a Batman, like grimness, but there is this. Like he like, and I don't know if you're if you're reading this the same way that I am, that. It's like, you know, yeah, he's he's had these epic battles with Doomsday who has killed him. He's had yeah. these near death experiences against Darkseid and in and, and um you know, godlike beings like the new gods and the, the right. fourth world and stuff like that. We he we know that those are the kind of uh beings that can test Superman and test him well. That he's almost like I'm not sure about this Dr. Manhattan guy. I'm going to go in on this because I am Superman yeah. and this is what I do. And almost like kind of taking a quick evaluation, looking around and going, you know, I'm surrounded by a lot of really powerful guys, but at the end of the conversation, you know, take a back seat, junior, when it comes to like, yeah. ability, I still maintain Batman beats them all, but we're talking about in terms of <laughs> ability and strength, Right. Batman right. cannot go toe-to-toe with a Dr. Manhattan. He's got to formulate a plan of attack. And right now, he doesn't know. <laughs> and the what? moment Batman puts together the formula to attack Dr. Manhattan, Dr. Manhattan knows about it. Exactly. That's the problem about Dr. That's Manhattan is he is yep. uh, a little bit omniscient. Um, yeah, he's a little well, bit ahead of the curve. Yeah, because he's able to go float through space and time. He's fourth dimensional. So space and time to him... Uh, is just like walking around a living room to us. It, it, he floats through space and time the way we just operate and go yeah. to the bathroom and go to the bedroom and go to the kitchen. Like, yeah, and, and, and I think the Watchmen movie yeah. does a really great job of of showing that. Again, another Zack Snyder film. Right. Um, we're, we're not going to get graphic here, but there, there's a scene in the movie where he is making love to his uh, to his, his girlfriend. Um, but yet he's also in the lab. Right. But yet he's also over here yeah. and he's over here and, and it's filmed 
Silk Spectre, by the way, is the is the girl. Um, it's filmed like there's multiple Doctor Manhattans, and it's filmed that way to show like, well, he's kind of everywhere. Yeah, but he's everywhere, but he's in one place, but he's everywhere. So yeah, so Superman's going into this with like, man, this guy can really test what I'm going to be able to do. But on the flip side, like you said, Manhattan's like, I see this, but I don't see this. Yeah. So is Manhattan underestimating Kal-El? Interesting. And I got to say, man, you know, there's a lot of Watchmen purists who, who, who are not a fan of this. And, and I can respect that to a point. But if there's ever been characters that have been treated with such reverence and great mm. story writing, yeah. it's this. Yeah, I agree. These characters are not being treated flippantly. Like, okay, hey, check this out. We can jam these guys into the DC universe. No. They are being treated very respectfully and correctly. Yeah. They're not out of character with what was established in Watchmen. They're not all of a sudden acting like, you know, grandiose, bragging villains and heroes. It's been an amazing read, man. And in a lot of these books, dude, I've I've finished it and been like, okay, I got to start this over because I yeah. know, man, I know I missed something in there. Yeah, Batman's Batman's fight with uh, with Mime and um, Marionette. Oh wow, yeah, uh, was uh, was awesome and surprised Batman. That's one of the few times that that I saw like shock that they were able to draw shock into Batman's face when he can, when he got tangled up with marionette and Mm -hmm. she pulled that string back and he put his arms up and it starts to slice off his gloves and draws blood. And he just wrestles out of it just in time. You can tell that he, well, yeah, of course, you know, (laughs) of course he can't die yet, but you could tell, but you can honestly tell that he was, he did not see that coming and he was not prepared for that. Yeah. And when, uh, when my, you know how Batman likes being unprepared. We just, and we just talked about that, right? Like he formulates attack every time he thinks. Um, and when mine pulls out the, the mime gun, which we saw revealed, I think it was, uh, uh two episodes ago or two issues ago. Yeah. Well, that was just brilliant. I just right? absolutely it's loved it. It's actually a real it. gun. You're like, it's actually a real gun. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's invisible and, Batman does not see it coming and now you could I felt the tension I think it was like four panels uh, where you see Marionette approach you see Batman put up his arms and then you see them the gloves getting cut into and blood being drawn and remember not too long ago she was chopping off people's heads with this stuff so they're clearly if it's cutting through the glove then it can go through an arm no problem and so he wrestles out of there just in time and batman this batman doesn't wear spandex he's armored up yeah he's bar he's body armored up but it's slicing his body armor up and i and it was uh it was cool man i really enjoyed seeing him kind of get thrown for a loop there for a second Mm -hmm. he tries to he just tries to escape he's just like oh all right i gotta get yeah, retreat. <laughs> like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. I, st- retreat, I stepped, regroup. I stepped yeah. into something that, that is messy and sticks to my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I do want to add just a couple quick things uh, to print. Um, I have been reading through the new Justice League. I- I'm going to show you this issue here. This is number 10, which is like yeah. really way behind. Let me take a look. But uh, I don't know if you can tell. It's a, it's a goldie. It's that a goldie looks issue. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, been really impressed with the new Justice League. Uh, you talk about the movies taking a step back from being uber serious. So have the the books. 
in a lot of ways that it's yeah. like, you know, we can lighten because DC is yeah. always known for its right. We're dark, yeah. gritty. It's okay to take the foot off that pedal um, and, and, you know, and have some fun, still have some compelling stories. So I got to say, man, um, I thoroughly enjoyed the new justice league. The Avengers reboot has been amazing. Some just incredibly good writing. Uh, even though my stack keeps getting higher and higher and I've got some digital books that I haven't even touched yet. Uh, I'm thoroughly enjoying what I'm, what I'm currently reading right now. Fantastic. And, and it's great, man. It, it is genuinely a good time to be a comic book fan because the, the books, the Marvel books, all of the main characters have reset back to number ones. It's great places to jump onto. The movies keep getting better. The reasonable fanboys are back. It's a great time. I tell you, it has been an absolute pleasure talking about this stuff again. With Absolutely, you, man. I think we've gone eight hours. <laughs> we, we, this is uh, yeah, I can't even. Going to be our longest episode. It may be. What time are we sitting at? Do you, can I you don't see? No. Three hours. Well, yeah, I think we're about to it's hit a our Joe longest Rogan episode, episode ever. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah. <laughs> hey, have you ever tried DMT? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I you know I love the Joe Rogan experience. Um, I don't listen to every episode because sometimes you know he'll, he'll have a guest on there and I'll be like, "What?" Unless I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. I I'm not afraid to admit that. I you yeah, know, I, I'm lost. But I gotta say, man, that guy is able to do like these three and four hour episodes and doesn't miss a beat. They're stern level, right? Yeah, man. So reasonable is if you listen to this show and you listen to the Joe Rogan experience. By the time you tweet, you're done with both, yeah, we might have another could episode you tweet out for you. Joe Rogan and just tell him that we gave him a shout out and maybe he can give us a rub. I'm just saying. <laughs> It'd be cool. I'm just saying, man. That would be cool. It'd be cool. If Joe Rogan just be like, you know, those reasonable fanboys, idiots. Yeah, they're pretty cool. And just kind of leave it at that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> So please tweet Joe Rogan and just say, Hey, just somehow give a shout out to these two guys. Yeah. Just, you know, that'd be cool. And we're back. And, and you can actually tweet us too, since we're back on, yeah, what? <laughs> you know, the Twitter. Our, on our unannounced hiatus here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're more than happy to be back on here. So, um, well, uh, other than that, there's a, apparently a reason to watch the Super Bowl. If you couldn't find a reason, um, or if we're just kind of like, you know, not going to watch the Patriots again. Uh, there's going to be some in-game footage uh, wrapped up inside the Super Bowl uh, viewing experience. So, if you were like, "What's the Super Bowl?" It's understandable. Um, it's the thing that the Patriots go to every year. Seems it's that super way, exciting. Uh, and uh, it seems that way. Yeah. Go <laughs> so, Cards. <laughs> go Cardinals. <laughs> oh. Uh, wound is fresh. Um, He's deep and salty. <laughs> but yeah, but apparently the, the next release of footage is going to happen uh, during Super Bowl. So if you want to if you want to watch, if you just want to record it and then so you could watch the commercials, that's usually the best part anyway. Instead of watching Tom Brady do whatever Tom Brady does. There you go. I'll, I'll be watching the game. Um, uh, also, hot rumor that uh, Star Wars trailer may debut during the Super Bowl, but I doubt it. Yeah, we'll see. I doubt it. Yeah. But that'd be awesome if it did. All right, man, dude. I got nothing left for these guys dude, and these yeah. gals. We were out before. Now we're stuck on the side of the road out of gas. I know, right? <laughs> 
All right, man. This has been great. This has been Reasonable Fanboys. My name is Ryan. I'm John. You guys have a great one.